0: City
2: FM, (laughs) 97.3. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City, 97.3.
3: Emoji 27 minutes past 6 Welcome to your favorite radio show in the morning But thou, O Lord, are a shield for me It's a big, big, big word It says, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me Many there be which say of my soul There is no help for him in God But thou, O Lord, are a shield for me My glory and the lifter up of my head I cried unto the Lord with my voice And he heard me out of his holy hill I laid me down and slept I awaked for the Lord sustained me I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people That have set themselves against me round about Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God For you have smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone You've broken the teeth of the ungodly Salvation belongs to the Lord Thy blessing is upon thy people O my God Doesn't matter who's against you, it doesn't matter who leaves you, it doesn't matter who schemes against you. He says, The Lord is a shield for me. He said to Abraham, I am thy shield, an exceeding great reward. That means before you get to me, you have to go through God. Isn't that assuring? Isn't that awesome? Isn't that powerful? Make him your shield, he is your lifter. My rising does not depend on any man He says you are my glory And the lifter up of my head So we shall not be afraid When fear gives you an invitation Respond with faith When men try to intimidate you Remind them of who is on your side When circumstances try to Cower you down into submission Let them know you have a God who never fails That's why we will not give up a week to the end of the month, you will persist at doing the right thing. Oh, yes, one of the new and better voices of gospel music in the city, MOG. Oh, my god. Learn to speak to yourself Learn to hear your own voice When you are in the valley of decision It helps to keep you going When there's no other voice of encouragement It says David encouraged himself in the Lord Don't always look outside for inspiration Sometimes inspiration is within From the river within This is brought to you by ADB Let's talk about a loan. Let's talk about helping you go through the rest of the month. Let's talk about helping you sort out the issues that make you have a headache. Give us a call on 0244284197. It's not only a Greek, it's more. It's truly a Greek and more. Ask about our payday plus and other loan items that can help you go through the season. Starting the show with a review of the headlines Oh my god Newspaper review coming your way this morning Brought to you by Total The Quartz 9000 Future Zero W20 Reminding you to keep filling up To keep using it for optimum performance For optimum efficiency Join the Total Quartz Nation movement now It's a whole movement Also brought to you by Fidelity Bank. Visit our website to use your Fidelity mobile app to update your records. It takes only a few minutes. Call 0800 003355 for more information.
4: The City Breakfast Show.
5: Rise above the noise.
2: is City
1: 97.3.
3: Celebration, jubilation, all together, all together. And it's time to welcome the duo Cook Wehansen is back on the radio. Oh, yes, for back the week, Bernardino. 973. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Always yeah. Me back here with it's you guys. great to have you. Radio yes. is the first love, man. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 because yeah. you are the voice.
7: Mm. You are the voice. Am I now?
3: You are the voice. Is that so? Oh, it's your most effective instrument nah, Say oh, it again Oh yes uh. What would I do without radio? I don't even know Imagine What would you do? I don't even know Radio is
7: you and you are radio I tell you
3: <laughs> And we is putting us in the mood Lots to do on the show today We have a lot of issues The Minister of Finance mm-hmm. is going back to Parliament Because it's supplementary budget That's live at 10am Before that we have Air Monday I'm speaking to three ladies on coding Ain't that cool? Oh, yes. All of that and more within the next three hours. Let me say good morning to Nathan as well. Hi. Good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Ready for the show? Yeah. Ready for the budget? Yeah. Ready for the money? <laughs> okay. It's an interactive show. Get in touch with 054-998-6996. Let me repeat the number. 054-998-6996. All right. So sustain the key and give us the first headline. Oh.
7: <laughs> Daily Graphic. <laughs> that's not bad. That's actually very good. Asum mm. Park.
3: <laughs> I'm, wish, I'm wishing for the day you you would sing the headlines.
7: Oh, Daily we Graphic.
8: Asum Dri Park all together. Refurbished.
7: <laughs> not bad at, not mm. bad at all. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Charlie, that's what the graphic is leading with now. The 10th anniversary of uh, late mm. President Mills' demise. Mm. Asum Park refurbished. Nice one. Mills won't be forgotten. This is President. Good Unnecessary w- review. Hmm. Anyway, the finance minister presents the mid-year budget review today mm-hmm. And parliament passes tax exemptions bill That's okay. all on the
9: front mm-hmm. page No, we last, and last. And you, know,
3: be- we're going, you know what's funny yeah. Most economics analysts would have said Passed the tax exemptions bill on their reviews before the budget today, so he's giving us nothing to say on that one. You see, <laughs> but we have to look inside. Well, well,
7: but our relay team is also on the back oh page of the daily Graphic Sport. Oh they placed God. fifth in I the thought, four by 100. Third, no, in the heat, yeah,
10: the heat, the they were third, but the, you know, in the final,
3: they the did very well. They ended, they, they or, did okay. very, this is the first time we've been in a major final like this and I think that team is going places. Yeah. Okay. They're doing very they well. They need a lot of support. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. they set a new national record, which yeah. is great. That was a great a great race. Yeah. yeah. So that's the back page of the daily that's graphic. That's on the back page. What's the Ghanaian Times saying?
11: Ghanaian Times says, at 10th anniversary of death of Professor Mills, mm-hmm. President inaugurates Assumdre Park and mm-hmm. lays wreath in honor of late President. Mm-hmm. Three arrested in connection with murder of woman. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> GHS strategizes to contain Mabeck disease and don't charge students under Free SHS It will make it Failed policy as ah. according to Child Rights International Seriously. And on the back page Of the Ghanaian Times Black Galaxies Wallop local squirrels In Chan <laughs> qualify
10: Local squirrels
11: Yeah And Ghana shows class As a wacko Kickboxing but championship. Why, why would
3: you call Your national team squirrels Charlie. Like what What <laughs> virtue What virtue <laughs> Squirrels bring to a team <laughs> well, I understand eagles I understand lions And things but, Like and black squ- are, Like local squirrels They
11: are tiny And nifty And they zip the place really well. Hey, looking maybe for, for that's looking it. for,
3: nuts. for nuts, acorns
7: yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Charlie, oh <yeah>. sorry.
7: <laughs> okay, let's look at the Herald newspaper on their front page. Eduardo yeah, right. government caught between pride and reality mm. as education ministry forces GES boss to eat his words Chalice. over free SHS food shortage across the country. Mm, also, no. kweku Kwatey wants finance minister's confession on reserves concealed, and NPP's John Bwido boycotts handing over ceremony at headquarters. Oh. That's all the front page of the Herald. Mm. The, finder,
11: the finder says A befitting honor Prof. Mills' legacy will not be forgotten The president is speaking mm. Dr. Bamiya Katzward for 450 million dollar first inland marine port In northern region mm. Aligning any cost to free SHS will make it a field policy And John Boydou pledges support um, To new
3: executives
7: To break the
3: eight so How did some people just report that he boycotts The, the thing yet he's pledging support we have to reconcile the two.
7: The Republic Press front page: Mills' grave intact mm. as Ekufado exposes NDC lies. Mm. NDC reaffirms hatred for judiciary as mosquito leads attack on Chief Justice. GES boss shakes in his boots as he makes a 180 on free SHS review statement. Swami artisans justify Chimen Sabunsu's attack. Mm-hmm. Ghanaian male public servants prefer sex to cash bribe. And Western Region police arrest three suspects over murder of lady in stuff you quiet. <laughs> is that also in the
3: report That they put together Was a different report The
7: corruption one? one The corruption I mean, one Yeah
3: Oh Is it in the, the
7: The preferring Yeah
3: because you know There's a big report uh, On yes, corruption People's experiences Maybe yes. we'll deal with that as well and It's yeah. in the Republic
7: Press I'll, I'll make sure I save the page So that we can do it But too.
3: what's difference between A squirrel and A <laughs> ap- porcupine no,
7: Oh they're very co- different That's great. No you know,
3: because when I was saying Like oh uh, The squirrel is not such a team Kotoko is one of our biggest teams Yeah Yes And are, the their the emblem apocupi. is a porcupine yeah. But yeah. a porcupine is very powerful and yes. very quickly. A porcupine can tame a whole lion yeah. depending on how you are. Yeah. Yeah.
11: All right, the chronicle says Atamil's loyalists defy NDC. Mm. Koku, E.T., Baba, Kamara, Alote lead a Kufado to commission renovated as <laughs> a <paper." Really>? nah. <laughs> Koka insists MPP will bring the eight. God. Beware! COVID-19 still devastating Greater Accra. And Jombodou
7: promises unflinching support for new party execs. Mm. The anchor front page, YX suffocates over no cash. Mm. 15 mining comi- committees inaugurated in northern regions. And Bahamia declares support for new NPP executives.
11: Mm. Right? The new crusading
7: guide says, The Kufado
11: explains divisions in NDC over Assumdre Park Rehabilitation, not my making. Mm. <laughs> Ghana makes progress on implementation of sustainable development goals, Professor Jan bafo declares at the UN. Retraction, Martin Pebble's comments without prejudice. Mm. John Kuma urges AU to rebrand Africa's global frontier for mm-hmm. productive investment.
3: Uh-huh. And
11: questions bank...
3: Uh, if you can't read it, start I, I, again.
11: I'm just here. Okay, questions bank. Yeah. Gh launches website for BC Wasi past questions. Okay.
3: Sometimes they put the comments at the wrong mm. place. Yeah,
11: there's not there's no punctuation actually. Yes. Nungwa condemns violent chief, uh, violent chief priest.
3: So all this in the crusading. guy. Yes, the guide. new crusading. The new crusading. Front front right. page, all right. yes. The right.
7: former front page. kufuado dispels malicious propaganda. Right. Mills tomb not tampered with. Also construction of Asundre Park. NDC man blasts party gurus and Mills family and says Kokoani Doho did no wrong to warrant mm. insults. 200 million dollars debris port project begins. An information minister fights lawyer over unprofessional and shameful accusation.
11: Mm. Right, the inquisitor says fire on the mountain, government chokes WAC 2022 was it in danger because of lack of funds. Mm. COVID-19, GHS worried over rising infection among children in Accra Government mm. largely responsible for current economic woes That's Franklin Kujo speaking mm-hmm. And KNUST basic school closed
7: down mm. The Daily Analyst front page Remembering Atta Mills, renovated Asumdre Park Commissioned And Ekufuado mm. denies using occasion to bring division in NDC Also, Mills shows himself to me at night Koko, I need a whole <sighs> reveal Sorry. Wisconsin University oh to support GJA with scholarships to sharpen skills of members. Balmia mm. cuts sought for first inland marine port in northern Ghana. And more headlines on the front page of the Daily Analyst. All right. The Economy Times.
11: Rise in public debt slows. Rise in public debt slows. Re- uh, records 393 billion CDs for first six months. Mm. BOG hopeful of CD rebound and Fitch Solutions revises Ghana's growth rate
7: downwards. Mm. The Business and Financial Times, chicken prices from 2018 to date and there's a breakdown of how prices of chicken imported and locally produced have increased over the years and how they compare. And the imported mm. chicken is always lower per kilo. Mm. Always. So, Somebody
3: subsidizing it Charlie. so that they would make it affordable, yeah. yeah. Suspected
7: yeah. dumping hits poultry sector, yeah. That's stability, true. debt, e levy, IMF, and prudent spending all expected to be in the mid year budget review. Public debt restructuring is paramount, mm. and government is keen on tapping into multi billion carbon markets. All right, this is, um, all right, speaking. All,
3: right. all right, let's get online citynewsroom.com. Mabeck virus one more person dies 40 quarantine in Savannah region. Also, CB depreciation pushes Ghana's debt to GDP to 393 billion CDs. That's like 78.3% of our GDP. Meanwhile, Mahama says controversy over Mills' tomb unnecessary. And then, the use of firearms for violent crimes increases by 4%. That's also on citynewsroom.com. My jaw online is leading with is address for returning to Ghana. Ghanaians ask as new photos pop up. Apparently, she was sitting in some private jet with some food in front saying he he prepares a table before me. (laughs) Now, I'll take the rest of what I know about Atamil's death to my grave. This is some Atamil's. All kinds of things. Meanwhile, Akuva is Atamil's will never be forgotten. And uh, Muhammad says Atam Mills was a dignified statesman, So they are both saying the same thing about Atam Mills, but basically they are having different programs to, mm-hmm. to celebrate his life. And then uh, John Wood is quoted here, I have full confidence in new executives' ability to win 20. And then there's a disclaimer on Martin Pebble's comment from uh, uh, Joy on Online. Star FM says, uh, same story, claims Atam tomb was desecrated is mischievous and false. And then ohina uh, Jokum tells government, you've committed sacrilege in altering
10: Mills' tomb.
3: So... Ah, uh, Two two good stories Dobe uh, de- Defeats Gonzalez To win WBO International featherweight And we also know What our team did Two education stories For you Food supply challenges In SHS Is not resolved Minority replies Educhum Meanwhile SHS is Free SHS Is not under review GES boss Says so So I, that controversy Is not going away City business news Media budget Government urged To cut down expenditure To align revenue targets AGI is also calling For proper implementation of government policies to check inflation I would have loved you to start with the BNFT for a change Okay. they have a number of stories that I think summarizes all the economic issues and I think the graphic and times have a few angles as well Mm -hmm. basically talking about what the priorities should be and what the finance minister should be doing today
7: so with regard to the media budget review which we're expecting today for the finance minister to appear in parliament Mm. so It's yet another important occasion everyone looks forward to. Government will account for how it has managed the economy for the first half of the year. Mm -hmm. So um, the AGI and its chief executive officer, Seth Chumacwabwa, says government must use the mid-year budget review to bring about some level of stability and clarity to Mm. the microeconomic environment, saying we all know the challenges we have, high inflation, high policy rate leading to high cost of capital, rising energy prices, rising cost of freight, and so many things that are destabilizing the macroeconomic environment. Mm -hmm. So, in the 2022 mid-year budget review, looking at the rest of the year, what we want to see is an indication of stability, what government is planning to do to bring that stability. Um, Professor Korte of ISSA, you know him, Mm -hmm. is calling for an e-levy review and for measures to reduce debt. Mm-hmm. Now, senior economist Courage Kingsley Mate says, government should signal some commitment to strict enforcement of public finance management law in the mid-year budget as it is engaging the International Monetary Fund, or IMF. Mm. Um, fiscal recklessness. Um, so there's just different aspects of what of people are the, expecting to hear, yeah. who's expecting to hear. If you go to the
3: Economy Times, they also have a couple of stories no. well, on this. Well,
11: yes, they say the rise in Ghana's total public debt has slowed to uh, $393.4 billion, mm-hmm. or 50 billion, Mm -hmm. representing 78.3% of GDP Mm. at the end of the first half of this year, uh, compared with $334 or $58.1 billion recorded Mm -hmm. during the same period in 2021, according Mm. to the BOG. Mm. The external component of the debt portfolio was $28.1 billion, or 234 billion CDs, representing 40.5% of GDP, Uh and of the total debt stock, the domestic debt was 190.1 billion CDs, representing 37.8% uh-huh. of GDP.
3: The allafrica.com has a story they called from the conversation. And it says, Ghana has returned to the IMF within three years and has its deeper economic problems. It's a story written by Theophilus Echampong And it summarizes where we are, rising prices, high inflation and other issues therefrom. And then
11: you have uh, fetch Solutions, mm-hmm. uh, they... Um, have revised Ghana's GDP growth to 2.6% in 2022 Mm -hmm. from its earlier
7: forecast of 4.8%. Again, on the Mid-Year Budget Review in the Daily Graphic, Um, Mr. Furieta is expected to give an update on the Mm e-levy, how much it has accrued so far, and to give updates on what savings have been made from expenditure cuts from the emoluments of government officials, including the reduction of fuel consumption and the slashing of salaries by 30% and other things. He's also expected to announce measures to shore up the Gross International Reserves which the Bank of Ghana put at 7.68 billion dollars at the end of June of this year Mm -hmm. and this covers just about 3.38 months of import cover. Mm -hmm. Sources at the finance ministry told the Daily Graphic that the finance minister will highlight reforms Mm -hmm. to the free SHS policy Mm -hmm. and the way forward to ensure that it is fully optimized amidst some challenges concerning the release of funds for feeding. They also hinted that he'll shed some light on the major government initiatives like planting for food and jobs, Mm -hmm. one district, one factory, etc. We
3: are told NAPCO personnel for example will be paid and integrated into USTAT mm. and a few other initiatives on the tax side of things. So away from the economy, what else is big?
11: Well, <sighs> Professor Mills mm. and all the other arms and legs. They should
3: let him rest in peace. <coughs> well, mm. the,
11: the president yesterday laid the wreath at the refurbished Asimdre Park in Accra mm. to commemorate uh, the 10th anniversary of the death of Professor J.A. Mills, mm-hmm. the third president of the fourth republic. The Atamills family, according to the Ghanaian times, the Atamills family, the Methodist church, traditional leaders, the diplomatic. Core, mm-hmm. and the Atta Institute also laid wreaths on the tomb of the league President. Mm-hmm. Now, pr- Professor John Mills uh, passed away on July 24, 2012, after a short illness. He passed away while in office as mm-hmm. President. Now, the President, who is uh, President Ikufado, he noted that the commissioning of an infrastructure project by the government should naturally be a just occasion hmm. and should elicit the display of pomp and pageantry hmm. in recognition of the feat achieved. And then he went on to say that all the divisions that you know we see now uh, quote, are not of my making hmm. and do not in any way inure to my benefit. And meanwhile,
7: meanwhile, the Daily Graphic, former President Mahama and his running mate from the 2020 elections, um, Professor Nana Jeonopoku-Ajiman also laid a wreath Uh, On the tomb. Now, former President Mahama said the late Professor John Evans Atta Mills was a great leader whose short reign as president saw economic breakthroughs for the country. He said Professor Mills' tenure yielded the most stable and prosperous economic outcomes for the country in the Fourth Republic. Under him, Mr. Mahama recalled that the country famously recorded its highest ever GDP growth rate of about 14.4%. He said that his biggest contribution to our GDP growth was the non-oil sector. He still holds the record for the longest sustained period of single-digit inflation of 33 months during his days. Almost all key economic indices pointed in the right direction compared to now when our economy is sadly in such disarray. Again, this was during a wreath-laying ceremony and memorial service for the late former President Mills held at the Asamdre Park yesterday. Mm. The event was organized by the family of the late president in collaboration with the NDC and the Atta Mills Memorial Heritage. So you know there's heritage <laughs> and there's institutes. So, so the, 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 the government
3: work with the institutes, the NDC work with the heritage. heritage and then there were some People from the Mills, supposed Mills loyalists were at the Charlie. Oh, this is not necessary. We have so many issues to deal with, you know. <laughs> now, let me give you the food supply issues. A minority is replying. E-dutrum. This is a story on Star FM. Food supply challenge in HHS is not resolved. The deputy ranking member of the Education Committee, Dr. Clementa Park, has refuted claims by the government that the food supply challenges in SHS have been resolved. Uh, Dr. Educhum, Minister of Education, on July 20, told Parliament the affected schools had received supplies. But addressing the media and parliament, Mr. Park argued that food sent to the schools cannot last for more than two weeks. He has the finance minister can to, to, to as a matter of agency release funds for the payment of 340 uh, million CDs owed the buffer stock company. Now, on free SHS review, they heard as a story. The um, GES boss had initially said that the uh, free SHS was up for review and that he had asked the teachers to make some inputs, mm-hmm. but it seems as if he's had to make a quick U turn following uh, some backlash. So if you... That story is in multiple papers, right? The uh, GS Director General, he's turned around mm-hmm. and said he didn't ask yes. for any review.
7: So in the Herald, the Akufuado government appears stricken by pride and is struggling to overcome to come to terms with the reality of the free SHS program to call for an import from parents who are at pains at how the awards have been left hungry in second cycle schools in the country over funding and supply challenges. Now, the dire situation led the Eastern Regional Conference of Head of Assisted Secondary Schools, or CHAS, to cancel the upcoming Superzonal Sports Festival for mm-hmm. second cycle schools due to food shortage, which has led to some schools considering shutting down. Headmasters and other school authorities are having to dip their hands into their pockets to buy food for the students in their care. Mm-hmm. Some parents are considering engaging the services of caterers to cook for their children in the various schools mm-hmm. depicting the desperate situation in the country. However, what looks like a move by the GES to remedy the situation by having parents contribute a quota has been quickly denied by the same man who gave the hope of light, the Director General of GES, Professor Kwisi mm-hmm. It is obvious his sudden U-turn is informed by a quick rebuttal issued by the Education Ministry Public Relations Officer Kwisi mm-hmm. Kwating. Now, he tweeted and did a follow-up with some media engagements. The Minister for Education, Dr earlier confirmed that the government owes the National Food Buffer Stock Company an outstanding 340 million Ghana CDs Because of this indebtedness is affecting the food supply. Now, Mr. Quarting insisted, as far as the ministry is concerned, huh. discussions of review have not come to the table of the minister or the ministry. Mm. But he said the minister is on standby for any review of the policy if such discussions...
3: I think come. the finder also has a story on Free SHS.
11: Well, they, there's a piece written by the executive director of Child Rights International, by mm. mm-hmm. Now, the cracks of his argument is that aligning any cost to Free SHS will make it a failed policy. <laughs> now, yes, he says yeah. once cost is assigned... To the policy to become a failed one this is because the free SHS policy is not a proper policy. But, but as we see
3: is it, as a, is it a successful policy? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> now, let me give you a couple of quick stories. Uh, our, our tuna stocks have been depleted according to Ghana. In fact, our fish stock have mm-hmm. been overexploited according to the Ghana Tuna Association. Story says, Rishita Niyama the General Secretary of the Ghana Tuna Association, says Ghana is overexploiting its fish stock and needs a holistic approach to curb it. That's on the GNA's front page. We
7: wanted to go quickly back to education. WIAC suffocating over no cash. Now, mm-hmm. there are some allegations that the West African Examinations Council mm-hmm. will struggle to conduct a smooth and credible exam this year mm-hmm. because, contrary to spirited denial by the education ministry that government doesn't owe WIAC, mm-hmm. the body is in fact struggling to conduct successful exams because they don't have enough funds. Mm-hmm. Now, sources told the Anchor newspaper that persons who supervised and invigilated the 2021 BCE, as well as script checkers last year, are yet to be paid their allowances. The non-payment of funds is directly affecting the conduct of this year's examination by waec. The council badly needs about 96 million plus mm-hmm. Ghana cities to start preparation. That includes transport, allowances for invigilators, depot keepers, examiners, supervisors, and so much more. Sources within and disclosed that no money has been released to WIAC for the conduct of the 2022 WASI and basic education Certificate mm. examination as of Friday, July 22nd. There's a
3: story on adultafrica.com that rising cost of living is affecting multiple nations across Africa. There's an untagged analysis that shows that 10% increase in food prices will trigger a 5% decrease in the income of poorest families. And they're citing Kenya, they're talking about uh, Nigeria, they're referencing South Africa, Ghana is in there. Mozambique as well. So uh, our governments have a lot of work to do Mm. to ensure that people have enough food to eat and can afford the things they need to buy. We'll have to leave it here. Thank you very much, Kokui. Thank you, Nathan. Coming up next is the City Business News. The City Breakfast Show.
5: Rise above the noise.
3: Just uh, fast approaching seven o'clock. City business news brought to you by MTN. All MTN SIM cards must be registered again with only the Ghana card by thirty first July, so that's in a few days' time, this is to this is also applicable to your data SIMs, your modems, your turbo net, and your routers. Failure to do so will mean that you will not be able to use your internet after thirty first of uh, July. You can go online to the portal simregistrationportal.mtn.com.gh and fill out your details. Please know that the registration is free and you will not be required to make any payments. News is also brought to us by Enterprise Life and Goyle. Vivian Calico is here with the news. The, the, the City Breakfast Show. Morning to you, Vivian.
9: Good morning, Bernard. We'll start with the media budget, the big story for the day. And the Minister of Finance, Ken Oferata, is set to present the media review of the budget statement and economic policy of the government for the 2022 financial year later today in Parliament. Now, ahead of that, some stakeholders have been sharing their expectations, including a reduction in the current charge rate of the e-levy and a review on the tax exemption regime to curtail revenue losses. We have more. This report.
12: Among other things, the finance minister is expected to provide information on how revenue and expenditure had performed in the first half of the year and the country's current budget deficit figures. He is also expected to provide an update on the e levy and how much it has accrued so far. With the government officially reaching out to the International Monetary Fund for support, the minister is also expected to make his first public official comments on this decision after publicly stating that the country will not go to the IMF. Ahead of this presentation, many stakeholders have been sharing their expectations. The Ghana Union of Traders Associations for instance, is pushing for a review of the VAT flat rate. Dr. Joseph Bing is the president of the association.
3: The migration of the VAT flat rate of 3% that have gone to the standard rate of um, 19.25 and that one is not helping
0: um, trading and it has also helped push up the prices out of the inflation that we are experiencing
12: now. The Association of Ghana Industries is still calling for a full review of the benchmark values reduction policy. Here is the CEO of the AGI, Seth Chum-Akwabwa.
13: And we've mentioned a couple of areas, including the benchmark values. The fact that we want the benchmark values reviewed fully and then also pay some attention to local manufacturers in terms of raw material exemption duty and all that. We've also talked about the need to have a stable macroeconomic environment.
12: Furthermore, the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research, ISE is also calling for a reduction in the current charge rates of the electronic transfer levy. Professor Peter Quate is its director.
13: I expect the Minister of Finance to look at The e levy for instance, it is not getting the needed revenue. I think we have to revise the rates downwards. And if we have to um, then tighten some of the concessions that that have been given to some, that's fine. But I think the rate has to be revised downwards. So I expect the finance minister to do the same.
12: Chairman of the Mines and Energy Committee of Parliament, Samuel Latachia, is however confident governments will prioritise making revenue measures effective.
13: I'm tempted to come to the conclusion that he's going to look at the revenue measures. For example, we know that the E-Levy did not generate in Ghana what we were expecting. What is he going to do to ensure that we break in some revenue so that we'll be able to tackle our developmental agenda?
9: Helen Dapau filed that report. Meanwhile, energy consultant doctor Yusuf Suleimana expects the government to address the issue of the high cost of fuel in the country in the mid year budget's presentation. Now the price of petrol and diesel in the country has doubled since the start of the year, a situation that has led to an increase in transport first and by extension the rate of inflation. Doctor Suleimana believes the government must introduce stringent measures to manage the situation in order to stabilize. The economy.
13: The cost of energy is very high, skyrocketing, and it's just typical due to the fact that, I mean, we haven't had uh, crude oil prices in ranges that, that will make it easy for fuel prices to come down in recent times. Yeah, so as we speak now, crude oil prices are within the three digit figure, and there's no any indication that it might be coming down anytime soon. And so, um, that calls for the fact that the downstream will always become, it will, will always get hotter and hotter. It is just recent times that we have in you know, the global space the crude oil prices coming down, albert uh, not that to the not that to the extent that will impact the, the downstream size significantly. So what I expect this budget to to, to look at or to, to encapsulate is to bring forward or onto the table several innovative ways of cooling down the pumps. And this is not out of ordinary. Economies all over the world are thinking about ways of lessening the burden on the consumer because when the burden on the consumer is not lessened and it fits into high fuel prices, I mean, it fits into the cost of goods and services that the consumer purchases, then you can be sure that you you will not be able to arrest the inflationary figures. And so, yes, it's a double-edged sword that the government has to tackle strategically.
9: Energy Consultant Dr. Yusuf Suleimana. Meanwhile, the Finance Minister, Ken Friatta, risk risks losing his job as a minority caucus in Parliament is gathering signatures to kick-start a vote of censure proceedings against him. The move seeks to invoke Article 82 of the Constitution, which provides the procedure of removing a Minister of State through proceedings in Parliament. Michael Boudou has more.
14: The Finance Minister, Ken Furiata, has been in the news since the government made a U-turn to seek a bailout program from the International Monetary Fund, IMF. The U-turn came after his earlier outspoken stance against Ghana going for a program. Many have since called for his removal from office as they argue doing so could help boost investor confidence. So far, the minority in Parliament are reported to have secured over 100 signatures of colleagues to further their quest to secure his removal. If the notion is admitted, the Minister for Finance will be the second in recent times to have such a motion filed against him following that of the Minister of Health, which is still pending in the House.
9: That Newsdex report filed by Michael Ogbodu. Meanwhile, the Minister for Parliamentary Affairs and Majority Leader Osei Che Men Sambunzu is optimistic that the tax exemptions bill will be passed before the end of this week. When approved, the bill is expected to harmonize the tax exemption and incentives regime in the country and help make it more efficient. It will comprise tax waivers given to local and foreign companies to encourage increased investment and more foreign direct investment in the economy. The bill was withdrawn from Parliament last month to make way for corrections and amendments. But Mensah Bonsu has assured that the tax exemptions bill will be passed before the House adjourns sitting on Thursday.
15: We need to regulate the tax exemptions to create a much more harmonised regime. Because between uh, 2012 and 2020, this nation... Lost in terms of taxes, 14.03 billion of taxes that otherwise ought to have been paid to the state. And this amount does not include exemptions from the payment of corporate and individual income taxes, and uh, concessions on tax rates, petroleum tax reliefs, custom tax exemptions, and so on. If you should include all these, you realise that would perhaps exceed about 25 billion between. 2012, and 2020. And if you should denominate in dollar terms, 2012, when the dollar was exchanging for less than two cities, you realize that perhaps we'll be counting this in the region of about $10 billion. So undoubtedly, these amounts are huge, and this is why we need to streamline it. We hope that we should be able to pass the worst-case scenario before the House adjourns, and the House is programmed to adjourn
9: on the twenty eighth of this month. Also, well, chairman Sabunzo is the minister for parliamentary affairs. Also, the majority leader in Parliament. Let's now join Gideon Amwini, chair of DataBank, for the latest updates on the Ghana Stock
13: Exchange. Price declines recorded by Ecobank Ghana and Cowbank on the Ghanaian stock markets last week dragged the levels of the stock market indices. Ecobank Ghana traded lower by 75% to 60% while Cowbank shared 5% to 75% Accordingly, the year-to-date loss of the Benchmark Ghana Stock Exchanges Composite Index expanded to 12.51%. Likewise, the year-to-date loss of the Free Float Adjusted DSI-20 Index widened to 11.5%. This week... Access Bank Ghana is likely to close higher due to the increased demand for the shares. Cowbank, however, is expected to shed some persuasions underpinned by the excess supply of the counter on the base.
9: Gideon Amwini Chair of Data Bank. Well, that's it for the breakfast edition of City Business News brought to you by Goyle Enterprise Live and also powered by citybusinessnews.com. The business team returns later today at 1 o'clock and five six. 20. My name is even Kai Local. Do have a good business day.
6: Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city 97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city 973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city 973 with the hashtag CityCBS.
4: The City Breakfast Show.
5: Rise above the noise.
4: This is the, the, the City Breakfast Show.
5: your
1: On the mm. Mm. I, I love you fly. I pussy don't let me down.
12: I just feel you don't be like. Oh, that my soul in is inside of door. My body, my mind, body was you.
16: If you don't my body, you don't my body, oh Lord, of see. We like me, my my
3: Good news from the world of sports.
11: I'm gonna take care
3: of at least, we didn't win a medal, but at least we did very well.
11: I never, I never our
3: quartet at the 4x100 showed a lot of grit to place fifth in the final of the World 4 by 100 relay. In the whole world, we're in the top five. Let's encourage our team. I'm sure there's more on this from kickoff. And the Black Galaxies beat the... Charlie, their name, the, the squirrels. Ah!
17: Charlie, how do you call squirrel in... Me, I don't even know squirrel in my language. See, people need to be released from the bondage of animal <laughs> names for Charlie, their national team. what is this? Like,
3: uh, so, is, are they the black squirrels or they are the uh, uh, young squirrels or they are the Beninua squirrels? I mean, squirrels. Like why do you name Of <laughs> all animals Chane, squirrel. What's, I don't even know What's the, what's the name of squirrel in tree? I, mean, I don't even know sir. <laughs> you don't oh, I don't know what squirrel I, I, Do you do, do have squirrels in Ghana? I think
17: squirrels are called Upru
3: or something like that So we beat them 3-0 And we are going to their hometown To also beat them again As we qualify for chance We have another game If we qualify to meet Nigeria my is brought to you by Leshejo, Ghana Card Update. If you've not updated your records yet, you need to do so quickly. Visit any branch to update your records with your Ghana Card to enable us to serve you better and faster. Call or WhatsApp 574 65 or call 0302-208-333. Le Sheo, let's improve life. Right, so let me say good morning to Benjamin
17: again good morning Bernard let's get into the headlines and Ghana's Benjamin Tete joins championship side Hall City the Black Galaxies of Ghana record convincing win over Benin in the Chan qualifiers and Isaac Dobe becomes number one contender in the featherweight division after defeating Jouette Gonzalez <laughs> Let's start off with some boxing. Ghana's Isaac Dugbe defeated Joe at Gonzalez via a split decision to set up another world title shot in the featherweight ranks. Now, The, the contest which took place at the Grand Casino uh, in USA was a WBC final eliminator for the world title. Uh, it was a very close fight with both boxers edging each other out at various points in the bout but Dugbe came out victorious according to the judges and has now uh, set up another shot at the world title. He attributes return his victory to quality coaching from his corner
18: you know i've always seen barry as a as a very his father figure you know he's a person that when 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 it seems like it's all gone he always has something to say to you and um and i really needed him um, in my corner tonight he was able to pull out um pull, pull that extra strength in me out and i want to say a big thank you to joel gonzalez he's a true warrior and, um, you know, his team, they pulled tremendous, um, uh, they prepared him really well. And I want to say a big thank you to the WBO organization. I'm proud to be representing them once again, and the WBC also. So whoever the champions are, they should watch out. The Royal Storm, I am back, baby.
17: Isaac Dogwe speaking there. Let's do some football. And Hull City have announced the signing of striker Benjamin Tete from Turkish side Yeni Spa on a free transfer. The deal will see the 25 year old stay at Hull City for two years with the club holding the option for an extra year. Now, following stints at Sparta Prague and Zelina Sparta, Tete moved to Turkish side Spa on loan ahead. Of the 2020 2021 season scoring six goals and assisting six in 33 appearances before making the move permanent the following campaign now immediately after signing his deal Tete was a second-half substitute for Hall City in their 3-0 defeat to Peterborough United in three seasons. So, Benjamin Tete uh, has joined Hall City. He's a tiger. All the best to him. Uh, let's do some other news. In the Black Galaxies of Ghana, on Sunday, uh, handed Benin a 3-0 thrashing at the Cape Coast Stadium in the first leg of the first round of the Chan qualifying series. Now, the game saw three Folk players score one in the first half and two in the second half to help Ghana win the game. Now, Ghana have missed out on the last three editions of the Chan, um, of the Championship of African Nations. And should Ghana hold on to their 3-0 advantage, they will face Nigeria in the second round with the qualifiers to order uh, in order to book a slot uh, to the uh, Chan, which is to be hosted in Algeria in 2023. So a uh, good uh, first uh, leg in uh, that next round after winning 3-0. Let's see if Ghana can complete uh, that second leg and indeed make it to the next round. Let's get to some pre-season action. And there was a lot of it this weekend. Liverpool head coaches Jürgen Klopp, he believes that the negativity surrounding uh, the early performances of new signing Darwin Nunez after after his first two games was unreasonable. Now the Uruguayan striker struggled to find the back of the net against Man United and also Crystal Palace. Now Nunez then went on to score four goals after coming off the bench in Liverpool's third pre-season game against RB Leipzig. According to him, the player is gradually adapting to the Liverpool way of doing things.
19: He didn't challenge in the group so quickly. That The group is the best group I, can, I ever saw to, to, to bring in to, to help players to settle, to be honest, but um it was always clear that um in, in a situation like this that a striker with his uh skill set will need time because it's different to what we had before. Uh we played definitely different to Benfica Lissabon. So it means both sides have to adapt and then he didn't score first in in the first two games in I don't know exactly fifty odd minutes or whatever. And we start we we, we face discussions. That's a crazy world out there, I have to say. So then he scores four goals in a game um, and we discuss it completely the other way around. So we need time to get used to each other and that's absolutely fine, um, because how can we expect after a week, or for the first game it was th- three days, that, that we or he would be at his absolute best, It makes absolutely no sense. It's like this kind of game I don't understand out there, um, but no problem, so um, he's a really nice guy. Uh, he loves being here our Spanish community players um, help him a lot we had
17: Liverpool head coach Jürgen Klopp speaking there meanwhile Arsenal did some Chelsea by four goals to nil as part of their pre-season tour of the United States Chelsea head coach Thomas Tuco admitted that his side was inferior on the day
20: no I'm far from relaxed uh, I think we deserve to lose um which is uh, fair enough because we were simply not good enough. We we're absolutely not competitive. I think um, the worrying part is that uh, the level of commitment, physically and mentally, for this uh, for this match was uh, was uh, was not the same. It was far higher for Arsenal than than for us. We can uh, of course argue, have the argumentation that they played, I think, with their strongest lineup. They do this since now since several weeks and since over one year. Uh, Strengths in their lineup play in the same structure, and, and this was, I think, the, the lineup with whom they tried to, to start Premier League games. It was for surely not our strongest lineup.
17: Chelsea head coach Thomas Tuchel speaking. There, let's finish off with some track and field. And Ghana's 4x100 relay team finished fifth in the final at the ongoing World Athletics Championships. Uh, the World Athletics Championship which has come to an end. Now the history-making quartet of Sean Safo Entry, Benjamin Azamati, Joseph Odromenu and Joseph Polama produced a national record of 38.07 seconds in the process. Now after the race, Sean Safo Entry and Joseph Palama shared what it meant to break the national record again but fall short of winning a medal.
3: Uh, we feel like it's always possible and we've got the talent to obviously get a national record over and over again we just have to put the races together. It's like it's our first time racing this year as a team. So to get another national record off of our first race, I mean, in the future, a few more races more, the time will drop even more. We, we, we did ourselves proud, but obviously, us, as a four of us, we want to overachieve and we wanted to get the medal.
6: It was close, but not, not, not quite there yet. Um, I think, you know, really, we just have to make sure. We know, we know we have the talent. We know we have the speed and everything. We just have to make sure the baton goes around. And um, we're disciplined with our check marks, and we know that if, if we're able to do all those stuff, um, we'll be able to run a faster time, which be a national record, which will possibly be a, a medal. You know, will be a medal zone. So.
17: So you had Ghanaian Sprinters first. You had Sean Safu entry and then you had Joseph Polamo speaking there. Now it was an anti-climax for the host and favorites you know, the United States of America who had to settle for second place with Canada clinching the ultimate. Now the Great Britain Quartet came in third, just ahead of Powerhouse Jamaica, who missed out on the medal this time around. Now in the women's final, the USA team just edged past favorites Jamaica to claim gold, much to the delight of the home crowd now after the race jamaican sprints veteran shelly and fraser admitted that in lack of relay practice affected their performance
21: i must say that we wanted to have that gold medal and we were definitely aiming for trying to get that world record because we believe we have the team capable of doing that but again you know if we got a silver medal it could have been worse you know our stick could have been on the ground and we wouldn't have gotten anything at all So we live and we learn and we are grateful for the silver medal and we use it just as a stepping stone to the next. I was hoping that we all were going to the Commonwealth Games and we'd have one more chance at it, but we are not, most of us are not going. So we fight. I definitely think it's one of the things that affects us as a country in terms of our relay practice because we don't have relay camps. We don't do relay camps. I'm hoping one day our federation will decide to do it and we'll try and make it happen but we don't and it was very difficult to do here since all three ladies were doing the double as well so it was difficult so we relied on our experience and the fact that we ran the team from, from the second to the anchor the exact way we ran it last year.
17: You had Jamaican Sprint Queen Shelley and Fraser Price speaking there, bringing an end to this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia. Kickoff was brought to us by Le Sheho. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. The
5: City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Unleashing the power of
2: relevant radio. This is
1: City 97.3.
8: Many dance o yina you. o Eya anka sadon na wo Are ba no send no do kwen na mi me de yin ni Everybody na mi nuno ana se mi obi do wa una ya ni o ke karo na I'm a cheater, but it's head, don't it's really your, own, it's your To Namitri or Dassi, and I said, A key came go. Do we want light? A light? Require you ¡Vamos!
3: Remix featuring a, a father and son combination. This is what you call pure highlight. But this is a, a remix they did oh, recently. And I think it's a good song to use for the dedications this morning. Happy birthday to Reverend Samuel Ewukudjeche, Senior Pastor of ICGC, the Royal Temple, Awoshi, and Regional Overseer for the Central Region. You so are a blessing to us, and it's our prayer that God's anointing upon you continues to increase. Your kind is rare, and we cherish you so much for your love and selflessness. From Abbas Ibrahim Tasunti to Reverend Samuel Ewukudjeche, Senior Pastor, ICGC, Royal Temple, Awoshi is that your branch <laughs> or you stop going there <laughs> are you you used to be in some icgc in some colour? Yeah, that's like that. that's uh, icgc kwashima 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 yeah. birthday wishes uh to uh, es, uh um estapokuwa ufori i wish i could attach my heart to this birthday wish that how much you mean to me i wish you always eh? I wish you always be happy, and I'll do everything humanly possible to make you happy. I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm reading this wrongly. Uh, I, I wish you would it. always be happy. Um, so, this is coming in from Isaac Ajay Kwachi, mm-hmm. Deputy PRO of the Ministry of Rose and Highways, to his beautiful Queen Estapoko Aufori, mm-hmm. celebrating the goodness of God on the birthday of Mrs. Anana Na Shome Siama Or Siama Today Anna we love you so much You are special to God and to all of us From your husband, your parents Your siblings and all your loved ones at home And around the world Mrs. Anana Na Shome Siama Sorry this morning I don't know what to I mean, I have to eat something Happy birthday to my hero Number one gentleman, husband and friend Your love for God, your country and family Is pure and spotless Thank you for being a sweet and faithful husband to me My Honorable Honey You are a proof of God's love for me The boys and I couldn't have asked for a better leadership Walk shoulder high today And always knowing that you are a great father A loving husband and an adorable son of the people of Tema We love you Coming in from the wife Lola Asise Ashite To the husband Honorable Johan Amashite The Metropolitan Chief Executive of Tema you're you're a big man (laughs) this message your wife has loaded for you today it's not easy Mrs. Lola Ashite is wishing her husband the MC of Tema a lovely birthday Oh, Happy 40th birthday to Robert Niabe of SG Ghana. We thank God for your life, your kindness, and your integrity. Forever grateful to God for giving such a wonderful husband and father. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. From your wife, Agnes Opoku Sapong, and your children, Na yeah. Yaboli. I'm hearing some names to do. A new this name, <laughs> when I was in private, there was a guy called Udinki. So Ni Odinke Abi. That's Marcel De Saiz Ghani. It's a nice name. But I don't hear of people call it. Dinke. You know, I had some names today I like. I had I like the name Nashome. Na, is this Nashome or Nashome? Nashome. Na mm-hmm. And then I had another one today, this one um uh, Na Yabole. Nayabole. Never heard that name before. Nayabole and Ni Odinke.
10: I like name I like the name Odinke, it's oh, a nice name. A and let me send related birthday wishes to my brother Kusi Akwalache. Okay. Yesterday. Oh, that was his yeah. birthday
3: yesterday. Yeah. Oh,
10: God bless Nice. 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 Continue. Continue to
18: yabole
3: keep you.
1: Yabole. Oh, it's
3: Yabole, Yabole, Yabole. Which <laughs> it sounds like somebody from Nungwa or something. Yabole.
8: <laughs> <laughs> all
11: right, uh, Bernard,
3: and belated uh, birthday
11: wishes to uh, okay, that's from her dad, all and right, her mom, and all right, from Auntie Gina, myself, from grandma, from everybody,
3: and for Edwin, everybody, <laughs> yeah. happy birthday, and to Mrs. Sylvia Oseusu, wife of the first deputy speaker of parliament. All right, hey, that's uh, what's the name of the treasure? Jo- Joe jo Weiss, Joe Weiss. Jo Weiss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At 9 o'clock, we'll be going into the EdTech Monday. And I'm so excited this morning. I was speaking to mm. three ladies mm-hmm. on coding. Three ladies on coding. It's going to be really exciting indeed. Watch out for that one. EdTech Monday is brought to you by the um, Mastercard Foundation with support from um, Meltwater Entrepreneur School of Technology, <laughs> Alright, so, uh, watch out for that one at 9 o'clock, but from the 1st of July, all charging entities will be connected to the Ghana Revenue Authority Common Platform to ensure that the 100 CD exemption per person on a daily basis is enforced across all mobile platforms. Yeah. Remember to link your Ghana card to your bank account and mobile numbers to enjoy the e-levy exclusions. If wrongfully charged the e-levy, or if wrongfully charged the e-levy, contact your bank or telco. Let your taxes work for you. Let's build Ghana together. This message is brought to you by GRE, the Government of Ghana, and the poll of Ghana So what are you expecting in the media budget? Are you expecting anything at all? there's I think we've had a econ- economic issue overload. We've had economic issue overload from IMF to inflation to all the things, so I don't know. In the meantime, Prospectus Ghana introduces the Chalk White A4 Sheets, quality paper for all your printing jobs. Enjoy smooth printing with clean printouts and avoid unnecessary paper crumpling. We provide free delivery within Accra for goods worth a thousand cities or more. Reach us on the graphic road opposite Toyota, Ghana, or call 0500-600-607. Prospectus Ghana, your one-stop shop for all school items and stationery.
7: And people are always searching for convenience, a simple and easy life. When with Pokua, you get just that. Pokua is a virtual assistant from Star Assurance. She gives you the ability to be anywhere and still purchase or renew your motor insurance at any time. No matter where you are, you can reach Pokua. She responds quickly and effectively to your specific needs. She's here to cater for you and make your life easier. Chat with her today on WhatsApp 0242 436 160 or dial short code STAR 713. Star 222 hash Star Assurance Your solid partner
3: So I was desperately looking for Good news this Monday Yes Because I'm a bit tired of
7: We, we need good news All the
3: things like um Economy I don't really know what to expect <laughs> Not much expectation Then the Mills thing too Something we should have done to honour the guy It's almost It's become so divisive So there's no joy there Then I saw the 4 by 100 team Uh huh You know I watched the, third, the 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 qualifier, mm-hmm. the one in which they were third.
7: Yes.
3: Charlie, the Paul guy ran yeah. the the that that thing he did on the bend. My God, you know, it reminded me of Intako. Mm. Seeing how people take the bend, it was so nice to see. Did, yeah, and then well. they they got into the final and they placed fifth. They didn't win the medal, but I I'm, I want to be happy with mm-hmm. the fifth. Mm-hmm. I really want to be happy with that, you know. Even though some sports mm-hmm. people are like. Mm.
10: Oh, it's good to be happy i mean uh, come on and then you know i was looking for good news. no but it was it was good news. So, so i'm coming really happy by it there are three yeah. things that we we, we beat the, the squirrels for, <laughs> for what for what for, for what <laughs> that's <laughs> in, when for what that's when <laughs> we'll 20, and, i mean why are they even called the squirrels them.
3: <laughs> i don't understand so we beat them 3-0 Isaac Dube won a fight to become the number one contender
7: Mm-hmm. but I
3: think on of a sporting all, level yeah but I think of all the things the f-
10: the, f- the 4 by 100 the
7: relay team the
10: relay team gives me a lot of hope the efforts they put in yeah. yeah they put a lot of effort and they've in. been I think they've been one of our more consistent national performers the relay team who are the four guys so you have uh, okay, Sean Safuentri you have uh, Zamati, you have Joe Just Paul, Paul and then there's one chap I think it's going on or something so, so we can help with his name yes
3: we'll get the name shortly so Sean Safuentri is based in the UK yeah
10: and he did he ever run in Ghana? Yeah, no, he didn't run in Ghana. He's born in the UK. We brought him from the UK. So he's been doing some pretty decent. Is it 100 or 200? He does the 100 and the 200. But this is his, uh, he's pretty much the veteran of the squad. Yeah, he's much older. Yeah. So he and then we have Azameti
3: who holds the Ghana record. Yes, and he does both 100 and 200. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Paul. Joe Paul favors the 200. You know, I I, I I like their chemistry. Mm. Yeah. I, like the, I like the team. And people were predicting that our relay
10: team is where we really had a chance. Yes. Because individually, they, they may not be that... Yes. That but big. the relay is not really about... Well, on a certain level, it's about speed. Yeah. But it's also about cohesion. Yeah. And that's why most of the time, a lot of teams... The Americans have worked on their cohesion. <laughs> so you can have four very good individuals, but if you don't have a good, good yes. change of ideas... Because if you person. look at the American... Female relay team that won. Mm. If you look at the individual runners, the way the Jamaican squad. lady close, if she yeah. had yeah. ten kilometres, she yeah. would have won. Yeah, but that's the point. If you look at, they had uh, Jenna Pandini, they have T T Peters, um, the, two others. They are not like, very good individual individual, individual athletes. athletes. They are okay, but as a squad, they are wild. They are wild. Meanwhile, the
3: Jamaicans are stronger individuals. Yes, they had
10: Sherika, they had uh, they had everybody. everybody. So they, they had Brianna Williams start. Really so quick. the Jamaicans had a better uh, individual, individual squad. squad yes but the americans had a better so, so what's the key to release then the button change. you have to practice uh,
3: because you decelerate when you're getting close yes. and the guy has to st- he basically decelerate at the right time and then the guy who's about to pick Take off, off the right right time, time. and not crossing a certain mm. point yes. so it's very
10: technical it's very, very 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 technical the handoff is always the issue always. the handoff is always the issue and also figuring out who runs which leg oh so so it's not the fastest one necessarily no no, no it, to it's strategic it's strategic so in our
3: case in the in the one we were third mm-hmm. joe paul ran the the the, the bend mm-hmm. and i think that was key mm-hmm. because the u.s was next to us and they had opened the gap by the mm-hmm. second leg and joe paul really closed the, he was able to 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 do so is it like you start with the slowest and then you you sort of
10: no, you know the bend is important. So normally you the have second a second bend. Yes, you have a two hundred specialist bend. hiding in the second bend. In the second bend to do that with to do the damage, the damage <laughs> as well for you. And sometimes you also do that based on the lane that you pick. Ah, uh, so yeah. so Jepol is better at two hundred. Yes. So that's why he did well in the, yeah. bend. In the bend. So Asa is more hundred. Mm.
3: No, I mean look, Kofi, the, 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 the race that we were third: UK, US, mm-hmm. Ghana. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. race was, I mean. This was yeah. because he, yeah. he was a beast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, he was serious. though. So he ran it in eight point something. Yeah, that was crazy. It was fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you Did you meet him at Prempe? No, no, no,
10: no. He's no, a small no, boy. He's a small boy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you see how Prempe and Pisek are combining to bring Ghana glory.
16: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I
7: like that. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it was no it was really nice no it was,
3: So, what do we need to do to this team so they can do better? So, what what what, what should the plan be now? They are fifth in the world. So
10: mm-hmm. at this event. At, at this, this event. Tr- yeah. So the next big event is what? Commonwealth Games is mm-hmm. coming right up, yeah, And I think this not a very good chance. So come Commonwealth Games is like they are picked at the right time. Yeah, but the Jamaicans are there. The, the Canadians are there. Are there. But it, the, the, Brits the Brits are there. Yeah, yeah but I'm but just the, saying the, it's, that... It's,
7: it's another meet. See,
10: See it, there's, no, there's no, no, um, no... The Americans are not in the Commonwealth Games. No, they are not. But the Brits are there. The Brits are there. The Canadians are there. Mm-hmm. But if you look the at Jamaicans the
3: finals, historically, Jamaica, US. UK, Canada, have been mm, doing well in yes. the Commonwealth Games. But I think we stand a chance. We stand a chance, stand of the course. Chance. We,
10: do stand, we okay. stand a chance. They have but form. They, mm-hmm. they have form. And the good thing is that Commonwealth Games, it follows almost directly after the World Championships. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, nice. So yeah. so we should just p- take them back to camp. Basically, that, that's what they will do. Mm-hmm.
7: And then, I think they've spoken about this before, the fact that they don't have enough chances to run together. Commonwealth so, Games
10: starts 28th July. Oh, nice! That's like yeah. this week. Yeah, so they are going straight so into this the common So because
7: they've been running together at the world so they can continue that. But otherwise, you know, off season, what? How do they get together to 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 practice to run? It's a bit difficult because they're in why, different why places are they based? So
3: Sean is, um, Azamiti is based in Texas, US. Yeah. Uh, Not just where's US. Also in the, US. Also oh, in the also US. US, but Sean is in the UK. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow.
10: So they have Joseph Menu, Sean Safuanchi uh Azamati and then Jopong
3: Wow I'm watching the the race again it's beautiful honestly mm-hmm. speaking and you know the relay is there I mean do, in our days in the the relay is there yeah, yeah the one like four, I mean people yeah. will be
10: people will be outside the stadium <laughs> when they say
3: 4 by 100 count everybody the 4 by 1
10: also ends, it ends <laughs> the the tournament the tournament yeah. so traditionally 4 by 1 is like the the the, the 100, 100 is the blue ribbon event, so 100, 100, yes, 100, Everybody wants to watch the, the 100, 100, but the relay is always the one I that know, brings. When I remember Intercourt because of the drama, you know, there's, there's drama. drama, there's drama, yeah. So when they're coming to do the 4x100, the Stadium
3: goes quiet when they're coming to yeah. start. Everybody's waiting to see, and this
7: one, though, was the Jamaica USA. You see, both doing the anchor, yeah, that's, that's, that's fast. That, 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 that was the world record, yeah, that was the, that catch- was like, the world record, but both run the. That that
10: was yeah, was the was it the boat Asafa Group? Yes. No, Asafa was in that group. No, but the one who made that race was um, Johan Blake. Johann he Blake chased so. down he Tyson tried, Gay <laughs> in, the the be, in the, the, the bend. Bend. in the event. Yeah, 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 he yeah, made yeah, the yeah, race. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like like, the yeah. final, the leg, the final leg was the, the same boat, Daniel uh, Bailey. Daniel is Bailey is no match for Usain same boat, even though he's his training partner. The Americans had bet on Tyson Gay because Gay is really good. They wanted Gay to do the bend. Yes. And then give it to, I think it was this tall to, guy. To Bailey. It was good to Bailey. Okay. And, the, and then you have, you have, have who ran the bend of his life. life. My God. I don't think So the bend is the main thing He's run It depends where But in that particular race The bend tale, And then you say saying also The gravity is in both Was that a Nesta Carter one?
3: No that was, <laughs> no no That was, the that was that a Nestercata one Okay
10: No I think Nesta started that race Because Nesta own
3: Has been revoked Yes Because he was tested. Nestakata started that race Then is that the race? That's the race Oh my god Anyway, we'll, we'll check. But, guys, uh, get, let, me, let me just say, say good good morning to the Ghana team.
10: So, you're saying good morning to Benjamin Nazamati, uh-huh. Sean Safo mm-hmm. Joseph Menu, and Joseph Paul Amoa. Who is Joseph Menu? Find more information. Okay, I will do so. About him for
3: me. Um, apart from that, did we have any other good performance in the World Championships? Any performance that is worth even
10: remembering? This one. Apart from the relay. Oh, okay, so Joseph Menu also went to. Uh, he went to the same school as your boy. Went to Coppin State. Okay, so they are they are all schools. Uh, yeah. U-
3: UK, uh, US yeah. students. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think this guy is in Texas A and M or something, or Texas something. I think they are no, it's Texas. Um,
7: it's not in West Texas something. Something, something. Yes, one of these schools. Oh,
3: yeah. Well, so we we we're, were trying to be happy over Ghana's performance. I was asking apart from the relay, did we do well in any other thing? Yeah.
10: So Joseph Dromeno is also tech. He went to Tech? Yes. Nice. Ah, so Azameti went to Legon? Yes. Jopo went to Tech. Azam oh, gone. so they did secondary school, university, university. before they the, went? They left, yes. Oh, okay.
3: Okay. Okay, okay. that's that's good. Mm-hmm. That, that's so really good. And order. then
10: Sean Safoichi was born
3: in the UK. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Mm-hmm. Do they have a substitute?
10: Uh, th- that's where we need. Because usually we have usually you need a sub. There's an alternate. Yeah, so that. Yes, it, and an who is alternate. their coach? Um... I know Christian Ntsia is there. I know. Oh, Christian Ntsia, former I athlete. Okay. And uh, Andrew Usu is around. Andrew Usu well. is also around Leo, Leo. is also around.
3: Okay. Okay. Well, then you have a
10: good. Yeah. Wow. Let's pump resources.
3: I think we should do a campaign. You know, when I was in '92, there's, mm. there was this thing that they let get Ghana gold.
10: Give Ghana gold. Yeah, and we got Ghana, Ghana bronze. There.
3: If we could do a uh, get Ghana gold for the Commonwealth Games, mm. and really, I don't know what we can do, just motivate them. Because at this point, it's our motivation. Yeah. Send them as much help as we can and push them to get a gold, silver or bronze alcomorgan is really nice. Yeah. Because I think they stand the chance.
10: Yeah. And I think um mm. Ale- Alex the who ran the eight hundred and got oh. disqualified and was oh, crying. That was heartbreaking. Uh, he, he what happened to him? He so he finished he was going to qualify. Yeah. But he was disqualified because he ran in somebody else's lane. Three in the nights. first in the first
3: round. Yeah in the heats. Because usually in the eight hundred, in the second you can go off your lane. Yeah.
10: So in the first round Athletics is very, very
7: complicated. Like, yeah, it was the first 100 meters. Yeah, it's complicated.
10: But he, is, he, is he any good? Yeah, but I mean that he was running decent. He was, he was running groky, decent yeah. times. You know, he, he was pacing himself. Because mm. these events, some of them are events of experience. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I could understand his pain because he would have prepared mm. to at least set a target of making a final. He knows he won't win. What about our female athletes? Anybody of who note? i got a high jumper there, but... Uh, she didn't do that well.
3: Yeah. Charlie Athletics, Ghana, pound. Anyway, so um, we're happy with Ghana. We made the 4x100 relay final. We're fifth. We had a very good team and we are hopeful that the Commonwealth Games will, will be where we get a medal to, to make the nation it'll,
10: it'll proud. Be, it will be, be nice for this team to wrap up the year. With a medal, yes, and that's a because I'm yeah. feeling Sean Saffron. will not be around mm-hmm. at the end of this year. Well, so I, I hope the
3: team can can, they can give a proper farewell. Yes, with, with a with a, medal. with a medal, with a medal. We're happy for them. No, very very good job done there. <laughs> Oh, yes. So, this is hunting for something to make people happy this morning. Because everything is depressing. <laughs> Most of the stories are, are very depressing indeed. So, you have to... Some, you know, somebody said... I'm happy as if. You have to no. happy yourself because... Um,
7: you, I met someone recently. You know, the big man. He said... Mm. He listens to us religiously every mm. day. He says... Mm. But you guys, why do you like to dwell on bad news? Said, do we dwell on bad news? We read what's in the papers. He mm. said, yeah, but when there's good news, it's like you just skim past it and you want to go back to the bad. I said, it's not true. It's not true. It's not true at all. We actually... Do our best yeah. to highlight good, good things. News. We want good news.
10: Yeah, so, additional information. And look
7: at mm. what we just did with the athletics and, yeah, and all of that. I, great. And you know, additional athletics. info for you. Yeah.
10: So, the sub is a chap called Imanoya yeah, Boa. Okay. Mm. And um, they have uh, an additional, they have coach Elom as well. He's from the University of Ghana. I think he's head coach of the University of Ghana athletics team, if I'm not mistaken. He coaches as a matchy, Nice
3: one. Yeah. You know, but I don't know.
10: Nice um, I think maybe he coaches as a as when Azamati has in national events. But you know what's interesting? These guys seem to come from the same era. Azamati Joe Paul, and uh, yeah,
3: it looks like maybe in that period something good was happening in athletics because usually these people come from the same group,
10: yeah. But I, I, I think the transition to schools abroad also helped Helps, them because yes. then they you know they have better training facilities, there's a lot mm-hmm. more focus. But I saw some Ghanian running for some country, okay. New Zealand, yeah, there's a guy running that's for that's New country. Zealand, yes. Mm. In and a lot of Ghanaians His who dad, do Canada, who do yeah. U.S. But we're everywhere. You know, we were born... We're giving we 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 best all over the world, man. Imagine if we could... Do
3: you think we should go and scout for people of Ghanaian descent for sports like basketball? I'm asking this because, you see... Mm-hmm. So, y- y- you know, people like Nigeria... we the Nigerian basketball team.
19: Yeah,
3: a lot of them were born in the U.S. Mm-hmm. They have Nigerian names. Mm-hmm. If you go into the NBA and start fishing for people of Ghanaian descent, mm-hmm. like we're doing for the footballers... Yeah. I, mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a long time, France used Africans to play the World Cup and still won. Mm-hmm. So, why can't we go and say, let's look for Ghanaian-born people in the UK. There's a guy running for oh, UK. We'll that A King's A King's Aite was running for the UK. A King's Aite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, maybe it's part of our policy to say, let's get guys who are in the collegiate system in the world mm-hmm. and let's offer them a state stipend to say, mm-hmm. the Ghana uh, national team wants you. To consider running for Ghana, we I mean, am going to give you a training stipend. Stay with your school and do your training there. But when it comes to national to run for Ghana, mm.
10: yeah. I think it will not be bad. Mm. Yeah, but what what has also happened is you might have to do that a bit early because what has happened is um, the uh, IWAf, for instance, tightened rules on nationality changes. So oh. the process of changing nationality now is not as simple as it used to because be. But they
7: know.
10: Yes, that because
7: once people start
10: yeah because uh, because the gulf government. states basically ah, started purchasing they will be poaching <laughs> <laughs> athletes you, know. you
3: see they were, you see they were, so why is it that when gulf states start purchasing a problem when the europeans were purchasing <laughs> there wasn't a problem <laughs> no, but the europeans were not
10: purchasing they, ah, they were born there oh, the gulf states were <laughs> basically <laughs> every time people every, money you see, every to time every time some income. other person wants to do it now it's becomes a problem no no no, no but it's like
3: now that Arab money has come into football, mm-hmm. there's a problem. No, but Saudi. So no, was born in the UK. They are
10: hypocrites. No, 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 better... Because do. why yes. should why should it be a problem? Because <laughs> the Arab states are now getting people to run for them. P- no, because it was the manner in which they were going about. <laughs> Who sets those rules? It was the manner in which they were going the, about. The, it. The, 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 these federations are very pro
3: Euro and America. Yeah. So anytime somebody wants to do something to shift the balance of power, no, they come back problem. and lie and say, oh, uh, we have to tighten the which rules. <laughs> Hmm. When, England, when English football was going down isn't it uh, Arab money that came to see Russian money when it suited them Ibrahimovic money is good when it doesn't suit them Ibrahimovic is uh, an yeah. uh, uh, oligarch what kind of hypocrisy is that yeah. I mean, I mean. let's <laughs> just ah, stop stop that France has used Africans to win World Cup for many many years yeah, which we want to do something. small some no hey we have to tighten okay. the rules
10: uh, Charlie, we, shouldn't we shouldn't be allowing such.
3: <laughs> such, <laughs> such, so such so now, here, okay, so uh,
10: find uh, try uh, the money, let's go and chase some. Okay, che- okay. no, you need to help. You need to give us the people. The people so the journalists so the know them. the people. Yeah. Mm. So give us the names of, like the way you probably able
3: to fish out players in some leagues and then we'll go for them. Uh-huh. You need to start fishing out athletes born in Ghana with Ghanaian sounding names. Mm
10: who are, who are 12 I,
3: 13 years old even at you know the I for, for, for a long time I used to think Atobole name was ghanian mm. oh really because of his name but it's just Trinidadian mm. yes if you can find out some good Ghanaian born or Ghanaian named
10: you know what I'm saying you, you have to start really early now these are some Why? Good things so, that I yeah, think yeah because you can't wait for the, because the way get a, to because the way sprint works these days teams. by the time they are 16 17 if they are world class they're already in the system mm. so you have to start catching them when they are 12 13 you know, I'm saying this because, you see, Ghana, and I'm not
3: trying to say Ghana is not a good place, but sometimes, if you have an athlete trained in, like, UK or US, they have more facilities. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. better diet. They face stiffer competition. They have more regular sporting. So, if, if Sean wintry, he probably would have been an average athlete in Ghana. But because of the support he got in the UK, he did very well. Mm-hmm. So, you can say Azameti and Jopal are exceptional. Mm-hmm. Because the Ghana system doesn't encourage... I mean, when I was in pre all the athletes were eating normal kinky and bread and things. Like, ah, if you want someone to go and run, give him proper diet. You see, so if we can find a way of using the Western facilities to support our athletes very early. Because I think the talent is there. If you look at most sprinters, they are from West African stocks. Yes. So, and this is where the original guys are.
7: Well, this is where I think foreign missions can do a bit more work. mm And serve as liaison for this kind of thing. So you're based in another country representing Ghana. Why not make those connections? Why not speak to people, the the who's who of uh, the I uh, A You know, certain tertiary institutions. Or I mean, that might be a bit too late. But just making those connections is so important. So you build a relationship such that then you can get some regular scouting going so on. So whoever's about based our there. there Embassies should, should become. I think I it could be because you're, what are you based there for? You're supposed yeah. to be there yeah. to represent Ghana in several ways, yeah. and for the good of the country. So if because there's a way to do it. that, we need we, it. Like you know, I was, I was just praying to win a medal because yeah, I wanted I something
3: to, something to bring joy. Yeah, like, you yeah. Know, and the kids are watching TV, and yeah. it's like, where is Ghana? Where is Ghana? You they see our, our runners, in all the things they are watching globally. Ghana, <laughs> the figures. Like, do you know it, psychologically it can affect them because they are watching football. They want to see Ghanaians do well. So like the World Cup, I'm very happy we're going because we can say Ghana is going to play against the US and we're going to beat them. It gives them confidence that they can be world beaters. But if every time it's US, Canada, UK, (laughs) US, Canada, UK, what are you telling your children? It's like, you you can't, you you know? It's true. So some people think spending money on sports is like a waste. It's not.
7: Never a waste.
3: Uh, uh, Look, if we even get a bronze... Yes at the Commonwealth games for our four by hundred team, I think it's a, it's worth whatever money we put in yes you know because that would be a big statement about what we can do potentially do. yeah,
10: I agree with you you know medal let's get medals let's get let's get
3: let's, let's push them with the medals yes, so okay, Then all do they
10: need money? Everything
3: so. They everything, everything so
7: Okay, our friend David Amufa, we mm-hmm. know him, Chelsea, big Chelsea mm-hmm. fan here, says that Azamati, Joe Paul, Emmanuel Yoboa were all discovered from the GMPC Ghana's fastest human. You see, they were students at a student event before they got scholarships to the USA. You see, one? So i will saying that there's Rex,
3: definitely something that Rex, happened that, that brought all of them
7: Yeah, because you see, if Rex's flowers. There's no way you can
3: have three people at, for, of the same age group immense like that there have to have been something <laughs> so you're saying they were discovered that ex- Ghana's ex- Ghana's ex- 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 fastest ex-
10: human right
7: that's what then, David they, is saying they
10: ran in that event so they, they were,
7: at that event, they were they students were, yes before they went to get scholarships in the US he said uh, wow. uh, Benjamin Zammati Jopo and Emmanuel Yeboa. by
10: Emmanuel Yeboah where did he go I want to know his school tech tech. no before now you mean Emmanuel Yeboah the alternate
7: y- no he said
10: there were four guys yes the
3: alternate is Yeboah no, but I said, there was a, the guy who started o the leg. Odro Menu. Odro You what, want to check? No, what's secondary school?
10: Ah, tell in that You want to go, you want to drink. I <laughs> lost <laughs> you. You want to check again. <laughs> it's okay. You've got to check No, you know why? School. You know why?
3: Because we also wanted to make a case for secondary school support.
7: Mm-hmm. You
3: see, because a secondary school that the talent is usually honed. So when a secondary school gets the person, once to give them the right support. University is more, you know, so let's find a secondary school for me. Mm. You know, so far, presec and prempa in a comfortable lead. Hey,
7: will
3: be. <laughs> and Kukui should be happy that we are not only finalists in NSMQ, we mm. also produced two national. You
7: athletes. had to bring that in, didn't you? Yeah, because people
3: think we are just book long. <laughs> but think about but it. But you've
7: produced some good athletes, you know. Yes,
3: and we've produced also scientists.
7: And you know, I you know the. Graphite, b- I think the argument
3: should end today.
7: The American football player. We are the player. two best
3: schools in Ghana. Ziggy, <laughs>
7: Ziggy. Anza. I think Joe Paul,
3: Joe Paul, and Azamati have ended the argument. That's why we are praying for the medal We are the two <laughs> we are the two best secondary schools in Ghana. They take the north, we take the south. <laughs> I like how you've made <laughs> it.
10: You <laughs> said, <laughs> said, this is how this is how the Ukraine Russia <laughs> situation should have been handled. <laughs>
3: bigger, bigger, I see a motor and the holy <laughs> Tower person. Very quiet. Oh <laughs> <laughs> we are minding our business. Motor We're
10: doing our work. Salut. Uh, take and show me that uh, right. and, and the motor yes, yes. and the motor is considered the greatest athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he was like some
3: whiskey. This boy, he was supposed to be like our best dribbler. That
15: is a problem.
3: He wouldn't get into our, our, our reserve team. This boy, <laughs> <laughs> this boy, sitting here. Yes. Alright, uh, tech and show me that trench is next.
7: <laughs> yes, brought to you by Cal Bank. You can shop online or in store using our range of debit and prepaid cards Visa, MasterCard, and GH Link. To learn more, just dial 0800 500 500. Cal Bank, forward together. And... But. Please do that before the 31st of July. All SIM cards that are not registered with the Ghana card cannot be used to make voice calls, mobile money service, internet, and any other services linked to your SIM. So do not wait until you are disconnected. Remember to take your Ghana card and GPS address to make your registration quick and easy. And that's brought to you by Vodafone. So
3: Daniel Cranting is here with Tech and Social Media. Take it up, Daniel.
14: Um, we'll start from where you guys left off? The 4x1 is trending. Uh, Joe Paul is also trending. Ghana finished fifth um, with a new national record of 38.07 seconds. Um, now, what was very confusing was that I didn't know if you guys spoke about it, but when the race was over, um, the initial results projected Ghana stayed. So um, most yeah, people were. Yeah, I thought we're, we were third. Yeah. What were happened? going to win. A medal. I think mm-hmm. it was an IT mistake. The people mm. who did that should be fine. You can't be Was there a photo
3: finish? No, no, it wasn't. No, Why it did wasn't.
14: they make that mistake? I don't know. I don't know. But yes, um, after the, the review, Ghana was uh, put in fifth. But it was still a very impressive performance from the guys. Yeah. If you look at the split times, Joe Paul ran the fastest um, split time in the um, heat. And then um, I think he was top three in the, in the final also. Um, South Africa was trending over the weekend. Why? Because they beat Morocco 2-1 in the final of the women's half I'm so happy. And yes. <laughs> I'm so yes. happy. See, yes, so more we good were. news. <laughs> I'm we so were. happy. And they were trending Gidigidi Gidi in Ghana. I changed my location to check the Nigerian trend. South Africa was also trending <laughs> over there. Lots of people... I think we all
3: wanted South Africa to win. To win. Oh, <laughs> Morocco <laughs> wanted to <laughs> hold them win, but yeah, we yeah. said yeah. never.
14: <laughs> never. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Ah. All their plans. Martin um, um, the Pegu was also trending over the weekend. He made some allegations. Um, about the president and enjoy uh, him on Saturday. Um, he had to retract the statement. Uh, he's facing a lot of back, uh, backlash. Um, interestingly, for retracting, not for what he said. Um, BB Niger is also trending. Uh, for the next three months, we'll have to suck it in and just um, allow them to talk what they want to talk. This season 7 was launched um, over the weekend. Um, it will be running for the next um, three, two to three months. In some tech news, um, Twitter, if you that they spent um, about $33 million Dollars on Elon Musk's uh, proposed deal um, between April and June this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and apparently there's a one billion clause uh, termination fee um, in, the, in the contract, and they want to push Elon Musk to pay that money because they see he has made them incur a lot of losses during
4: that period. Thank you. The City Breakfast Show.
5: Rise above the noise.
4: This is the, the, the City Breakfast Show. The City Breakfast
5: Show. Rise above the noise. I want, I I
8: I love my soccer. All my ladies taste like sugar. I'm made in Ghana. I'm made in Ghana. I'm made in Ghana.
1: I'm
3: made in Ghana. You can take me to London. I'm made in Ghana. 12 minutes past 8. See the breakfast show. Taking it a bit easy. Lots of things happening today. From 9 o'clock we'll bring you a conversation on the... Tech Monday coding for learners in Africa. My team of, of guests include uh, Florence Tofa, who is the director for Mobile Web Ghana; Ernestina Edem Apia, founder of Ghana Code Club; and Regina hunu founder of Stronger Academy. It's happening at 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. It will be streaming live on City FM's Facebook page and Mest Africa's Facebook page. It's brought to you by the Mastercard Foundation with support from the Meltwater Entrepreneurial School of Technology. But South Africa invites you to Oh, is this Zwakala? Is this holiday? Come explore our explosive and vibrant cities, beautiful beaches and top-tier restaurants this summer. We promise you a holiday worth talking about when you're back home. We've got everything you need for a fun and relaxing holiday. From delicious cultural foods like Banicho's, Kotas, Skopo, which is a sheep head, <laughs> and Leke. It's a delicious uh, meal. To... Those looking for some shopping recommend getting your hands on the best in local and international Kotini at Santon City's Diamond Walk or Hyde Park Square in Joburg. Those visiting Durban can visit the Gateway Mall in Umlanga and the Cape Town travelers are guaranteed a once-in-a-lifetime shopping experience at the V&A waterfront. Come journey with us. Find out the travel package that works best for you. Go to southafrica.net for more information. And beginning 4 July, all Peugeot and Citroën owners can visit any Silver Star Auto Workshop in Accra, Tema, Kumasi and enjoy free inspection of their vehicles and 15% discount on spare parts and any service delivery. If you own a Peugeot or Citroën vehicle, this is the news you have been waiting for. Promo ends 29 July 2022. Visit our Facebook and Instagram pages to book your slot. Silver Star, your trusted partner.
7: And having a generator is no longer a luxury, but a must-have insurance cover for your homes, offices, factories, hospitals, supermarkets, hotels. In securing such backup for your operations, you can't leave it in the hands of just anybody. With over 28 years of experience, G&J Technical Services Limited is a 100% indigenous company that has introduced a new dynamism and thinking into the standby power industry in Ghana. Contact us on 0244 170212. You can also locate G&J Technical services on the Kolibu Motri Road and at Nasokwa in the Babayara Stadium Road near Kumasi City Mall. G and J Technical Services Limited, the generator people. And this year, we celebrate the 70th anniversary of Nissan's longest-running nameplate, the all-conquering Nissan Patrol. Can you believe it's 70 years old? Can you believe it? Well, the Patrol has remained one of the world's most loved and respected SUVs. And to celebrate this milestone, Japan Motors is offering amazing freebies on every Nissan Patrol you purchase. Mm -hmm. You get a free 12-month service plan, fuel vouchers, MacBook Air, or iPhone 13 Pro. Etc. While you're cruising in the best SUV ever mm. Call today 0244-338-393 Or visit our showrooms nationwide for a test drive This promo is valid until the middle of August Japan Motors, driven by excellence
3: And as predicted, my Orgasco friends are not happy <laughs> Wait, wait, wait Ogasco was the NSMQ champion last two years we are winning it this year too. Uh-huh. We also produce Michael Essien, one of the greatest Ghanaian footballers true, in true. the modern era, true, true. So stop the Prester and Prempeh argument.
7: You see, so now you've done Accra, Kumasi, Cape Coast. You see, you've got all covered. So Prempeh prempe wants to be the champion in Kumasi. Prisec wants to be the champion in Accra. Ogasko is the, the champion in we are, Cape. We
3: are the champion in Ghana. <laughs> we are not the champion in Accra. We are the champion in Ghana.
7: When you do the combo of athletics and academics, I think those three have really yeah, got to balance. To, to be fair,
3: Accra um, what's his name? Uh, Ogasko has produced some decent athletes as well.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: In my time, Ogasko has some very good athletes mm-hmm. during the interzonals yeah, and, and the superzonals. So uh, let's read a few of your
8: quick comments.
3: So how can we support our sports teams to do better? The the the, um, the performance of the Jamaicans can be traced to the investment in collegiate sports. The performance of the Americans can be traced to this can be traced to that. So we're not bringing the secondary school thing just because we want to boast. I, I actually wanted to bring that in because it's at the level of secondary school that you hone the talent. So, we, we didn't bring it to come and say, oh, for second. No, no, no. If you go to
10: the Jamaican yeah, the high inter-school school sports, they really, really in put fact, a lot of energy I watched watched I watched the this year's edition champs. of the Champs. They call it the Champs. Yes. High the school. Fi- the high school one. Bernard, mm-hmm. in the female final, mm-hmm. everybody who made the final eight is either a junior world record, something. And they are still in school? Yeah, in high school. There was Tina Clayton. Tia Clayton. And take note of these names. The Clayton sisters. <laughs> the Clayton sisters. They are twins. And they are Next, like, how old are they? 18. They will... Be, they, will rep- they are the ones who are coming up to replace Shelley and Fraser Price. And they are currently the in groups. high school. They are in high school. They are graduating this year, actually. Mm. The Clayton sisters. This was their final champs. Wow. Yeah. And the stadium was packed. Bernard. because but the be- National Bernard, Athletics because, Finals. Bernard, because everybody on that squad... Had, everybody who had made that final mm. had represented Jamaica. In fact, the Clayton sisters, some of them have already run mm. for the senior Jamaica squad at certain events already. Wow. So, I imagine I want to, at high school.
3: <laughs> so, so do you know how much it will cost to, to revamp our interco? No, I don't. You so don't know how much I it will cost I to revamp our I time. don't. Maybe we should, we should I don't. send a proposal to GMPC to do that. Because, to be fair, they have the money. And they are a Ghana organization. They did Black Stars in the past. Maybe we should tell them, look, guys, GMPC, Goyle, and some of these Ghana companies. Why don't you guys go back to the secondary schools and support athletics? Support the interzonals. Secondary school pride will, will definitely come to play. And the talent is still there. We, are very, we, are, we have a lot of talented young athletes. Mm-hmm. So what we need is the financing or the funding to do it yes but also
11: financing in terms of the coaching mm-hmm. because the thing that takes at least from one level to the other mm-hmm. is elite coaching mm-hmm. because at, at that level when you come through and you do school sports it's great and everything mm-hmm. but what takes you to that next level is elite coaching the coaching that mm-hmm. refines your technique
1: mm-hmm. so that
11: when you get to that stage you are able to do what what is needed or what is required to succeed at that level. Mm. You know, so I feel that, of course, the funding is key mm-hmm. to properly organize the sports but also get the coaches to improve their knowledge.
3: So, so there are two things. You're talking about the competition yes. and then the coaching. The coach, so the competition is <clears throat> the competition is what discovers the talent. Yes. Then the coaching coach is, is what hones the, yeah, the talent before the talent. they can then go and can do move.
11: Th- and then at that higher level, what you provide for them is the financial support to take part in a lot of these Grand Prix events, mm-hmm. Diamond League, because those things, once you compete
3: with a better you, athlete, you start getting you better.
11: Start getting better. Mm. I feel that is a big part of what is. So why don't we critically? why don't we give
3: ourselves like a five year or ten year plan and say we're going to start with those in JSS. Mm. So we will go to inter, I don't know inter JS whatever inter scores, whatever. Find a way of saying we are going to produce a world champion in the next ten years. Mm. Probably the guy is ten years old or twelve years old now, and then you start getting them to compete. I, I think, and you see, what what winning at the world stage does for a country's, um, uh, what's the name? The country's profile. Not even that. The country's uh, morale.
1: Morale, yes.
3: Because now we need morale. Look. We do. You know, we need, Charlie, if those guys had, imagine those guys had won gold. Or even won a medal. Even the fifth place, you know, I'm getting some vim from it. Imagine if those guys had won a medal. You know, just hearing them talk about Ghana and yep. Charlie, the Ghana team is so good. So, sometimes, what we need as a country is not very tangible. What we need as a country is not as tangible as what we... We, we just need some psychological boost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. pay for it.
1: You can't.
3: You can you you pay for it. Azuma, like, Azuma used to Ghana do that period. for us, yeah. you know. Azuma used to... I, to I, I Azuma did it for us. Did I Abedi it. Did, it did, did, it. did it for us for many times. Mm-hmm. Champions League final with Basil Boli and co., even as Samojan did it for us, oh, yeah. you know, we need, we, need, um, we need national heroes. Yes, we do. And we I do. think during Azuma's time, if you listen to Azuma very carefully, the state was very involved. If you listen mm-hmm. to people like Amaka and Amati Few, when Azuma himself talked about Rawlings, like the state was so heavily invested in the guy. They, they really wanted him to win. So they would push him, they would sponsor him, they would go with him, they would, you know. Yeah. Because the, the nation needs that. You now that we are in an IMF program economy, the Minister of Finance coming to announce. I mean, I'm not even sure what he's going to say, because you really want people to. People are struggling. A gold medal doesn't put food on the table, but at least it gives people a sense of pride. Yes. You know. I
7: think, um, in addition to entities like gmp C S. Mm. more of corporate Ghana, if they can, should step up as well. Uh You know, we talk about some of these SHS students. If you're a student athlete, Uh why can't a company have a student athlete scholarship so Uh they make sure they've got got what they need. They've got their equipment, give them opportunities to compete in tournaments so they don't have to worry about their bills being taken care of. Uh Then at some point, help them progress. If it's to send them abroad for a, a scholarship to go and train and study abroad, support them through that. You know, Corporate entities step up for other athletes and other jurisdictions very early, very mm-hmm. soon. They've got that kind of support. And, mm-hmm. yes, there are some some rules that go along with it because of their age. You know, if mm-hmm. you're underage, it has to be monitored well. But mm-hmm. just to give that student the, the comfort and cushion knowing that yeah. their fees are taken care of, maybe they can provide good meals for them because, yeah. like you said, nutrition is important. Yeah. They've got all their care, get good training, maybe a vacation w- w- you know is, I mean, I've
3: been thinking about yeah. this this weekend. What does it take to produce a world champion in anything? What does it it take? The the number of invisible Mm, factors, mm. the number of um, people who've supported in countless ways to produce somebody who becomes like... uh, Like uh, a Roger Federer, for instance. Or even the lady, the Jamaican lady. Shelly Ann. Fraser. Yeah, or, or, what does it take to produce such a person? Mm. Definitely there's talent involved. Mm. Definitely there's determination, but there's a lot of things. Yes. Like the system, the system support, system coaching, support. encouragement. All of those
11: things, the finances you know. and all of
3: that. Yeah. And so now Jamaica, look, I, Ghana has a bigger population than Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Probably even a stronger history than Jamaica. But what athletics has done for Jamaica is that anybody who, if you have countries to travel to, and you are going to Jamaica, they know where you are going. You know, they've managed as a small island, apart from the reggae music, to create a name for themselves. You know, Jamaica is. If you talk about nation brands, if you talk about nation brands, so like you talk about which countries do people recognize? U.S., U.K., Japan, Germany. Jamaica would be probably. If 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 you if you were to ask uh, if you were to ask um, if you were to ask a question, which country which 10 countries now have the strongest name recognition.
1: Mm.
3: I think Jamaica will definitely be there. Oh, yes. If you go to any country that wants to say you're from Jamaica, they know where you're from. Yeah. Because they have Bob Marley, they have Usain Bolt, yeah. they have Shelley okay. and Fraser. You see. money
10: from their merchandise. Mm. You yeah. see?
3: So I feel Ghana, Ghana can... Yes, we should export gold and those things. But I feel like we have so much more we can do. So we much have more. so much more we can do so and the other thing that our came our to our mind the other thing that came to point. mind so if you look at the fact that polar imp- importing our nurses yes our human resources so maybe Ghana should have a, a, a strategy okay now that we are not getting so much money from raw materials let's raise high value people
1: yeah.
3: who can give us both foreign exchange mm-hmm. and name recognition so. because they gave us almost 4 billion in remittances mm. so our nurses are great let them go But if they go, they should bring money home. That's all. We have 30 million highly skilled people. Yeah. So there should be a strategy in terms of adding value to the Ghanaian, Mm. which I feel
10: we are missing a trick in athletics. You know, there's a disconnect between our education and sports. Mm. Massive disconnect. Mm. That is what you see, because Mm. we've always thought in Ghana that if you you cannot do both, Mm Mm-hmm. And policy has shown that it does not seem that you can do both. Now if you look at what we used to, we don't have as many student athletes mm-hmm. as we used to have now. A lot of if you talk to a lot of the sports masters across the country, they will tell you that the current GES system doesn't support does not sports support guys. sports. And not by virtue of money or anything, but uh-huh. the way the entire structure has been designed, uh-huh. it is not designed to give ample opportunity uh-huh. to develop the kind of athletes you are looking for uh-huh. as used to exist. Uh-huh. Now, for instance, you spoke about uh, athletes being in school, being taken care of. Uh-huh. Now, back in the day, at Osaytri Secondary School, it was a school that was so good, so good that mm-hmm. they had athletes who were on IOC stipends. Mm-hmm. So the school did not have to spend any money.
3: So they don't have to be thinking about no, what, no, no, where no. the next meal is coming yeah. from. So they can concentrate on their class.
10: You, this escuela will receive maybe $1,500 uh-huh. look after these three people.
3: So that by the time the competition yeah. the, they are ready. Yeah. When, they when are you, right.
10: and, when, and when you see them you know that these are athletes. Mm. Everything about them shows mm. that. There's a difference between mm-hmm. Benadaville running for house seven mm-hmm. and the one doing and this the... person coming. Mm-hmm. There's a massive difference between mm-hmm. the two. Mm-hmm. The training is different because you train once a week. Mm. They train twice a day. Mm. It's a certain way. Mm. I coached a certain way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the transition from JHS to senior high school mm-hmm. was such that this, like your who was your sportsman 7%? Boy Badu. So boy Badu. Boy B. So boy B. Boy, B. During district games in Accra, we we'll mm. go to Ga East. We we'll go to Ga West. West we'll go to Ga North. Go and watch the GSS uh, games. Who is running? What and is looking for a certain level of athlete, not just anybody. Who then he recommend that he then he would offer a scholarship that is Andre Preser has made available. So that, that in the you six years can- that he stay in Presec, he will be... Yes, Boy Badu has control over this person for the next six years. He's going to coach him, mm-hmm. train him, based on the potential that Boy Badu saw there. Mm-hmm. That is what used to happen. So Akaka will do it with Shapiro, mm-hmm. Mr. Lamte and Co. will do it, uh, mm. back there Ogasko, Pudo. that is why if you look at our national teams at a certain point if you look at Ogasko, a lot of them were Ogasko Ogasko boys school team plenty mad football and athletics Yes. In pin school team mad mm. athletics and football if you look at OAS school team mad
1: so Akaka, the secondary schools were the, the, the conveyor belt
10: exactly because the sports masters would actually be on the grounds and would be responsible for the transition from junior high school to secondary so, so what
3: has changed?
10: The placement system.
3: Oh, the computer placement <laughs> something, something. <Yes. laughs> it doesn't allow for sports?
10: No. <laughs> you can't pick who you yeah, want. Recruit. Why can't you? How are you recruiting? Uh, but who are you
3: recruiting? Uh, but, uh, but are we funny? So the fact that you have CSS, means you can't add? You can't. But that doesn't make it any sense. you
10: didn't take that into account.
3: Then... But even in the world's greatest meritocracies, they still have space for for
10: discretion. Well, that's why I'm, I'm just explaining what exists to you. So we've destroyed the so ability of coaches to actually, yes, approach. so So they cannot bring in, so, and those who make it into the system mm-hmm. might actually go to schools that do not have infrastructure mm-hmm. for sports. So mm-hmm. there might actually be a good athlete who, if you are going to OKS, mm-hmm. would do very well, but ends up at say maybe. In, in no, in, in, no in is a good sports school, but it's a school another school, that doesn't value sports that, doesn't that Really pay too much attention to sports. to sports, okay? And so they don't have a proper sports team, sports don't master is not encouraged, culture, mm. you don't get encouraged, that sort of thing. So the person ends up losing out, and the potential of the person had is not exercised properly. So we need to find some coherence between our sports. Mm-hmm. At the, and the transition from JHS SCS to, secondary, to school, secondary school, secondary school to, to uni. university, and how we because even if you look at the timetables, for instance, mm-hmm. those who do the intercore and superzo mm-hmm. at different sports levels will tell you that it affects their exams. It, 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 not just that, but the competition rate has even reduced Ooh. a bit. We're so i not even getting. So now
11: you get to do once. Yeah, I think you get
10: at to most twice, at, twice in your, twice your, your SHS life. Why? You know, because of the way the timetable has been structured. Semester system. Yes. So some might even go through school and might actually even just do one interco. You understand? Could we read some comments for us
3: okay. on sports. My question is, how do we produce a world champion in anything? We, we want a world champion. Whether it's boxing, athletics or football, we want a world champion. How do we produce a world champion? Interesting comments coming Let's through. Let's
7: get some comments in. So, mm. good morning, guys. I was enjoying the conversation until you brought in the issue of two best schools. Oh, come on. One is true, but the other is a Latter-day Saint. Whatever. Well, he doesn't say who is true and who is the Latter-day I Saint. Know, but, I know. But more importantly, we need to take sports seriously and mm. get our young ones busy for a much better purpose. Mm-hmm. The betting frenzy is too much. Mm-hmm. Let's channel that interest into something worthwhile for the country. Mm-hmm. Government must reserve state lands for sporting mm-hmm. arenas for the youth to keep them from all these social vices. It makes them more competitive and mm-hmm. disciplined. Mm-hmm. It's sad the way brick and mortar is our only focus. Alright. Right. Now Benner, the 1996 Atlanta Olympic Quartet has Augusto athletes in the Andam brothers, that's true. Yes, yes. And Mohamed Hassan, a.k.a. Yes. Shubi, yeah. Okay.
12: boys hey, know ah,
7: They're <laughs> repping man. Ah, ah. benna just a week ago, Eastern oh, Region Chass Chas cancelled Intercourt because of lack of funds. Yes. How then do we develop the talent? That's why need to be more topic. serious with sports as a country. That's Kofi from Frum's and it's, that. A, it's a good point. Bernardino, let's forget about poaching what other countries have built. Let's mm. force our authorities to invest in our inter-school sports mm-hmm. by setting up better sporting facilities across the country. There's talent here in Ghana. That's Koku from OUB. Mm. Uh, Richie in Tema says, Bernard and team, mm. when it comes to sports, I think Accra is the best.
11: Hey.
7: <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. So, alone says it all. Hey.
11: Should I take you to Assembly hall. Miss hey. them for you from top.
7: Hey. Okay he says uh, aside of John Akraka has produced great boxes like DK Poison mm. in fact our hall of fame of sports yeah. is very decorated yeah. mm. there are some I cannot mention ok, okay. should I a- Leo Mouse Mills yes. Okay, Mouse Mills. okay. Uh-huh. just a week ago um, ok we've seen this already congrats to the athletics team the biggest praise should go to Professor Dodu for his vision yes. we didn't understand him when he started the project because he wasn't winning then mm-hmm. but because he knew what he was doing he persevered and this is the result mm. sadly no one is even mentioning him I I pray more for leaders like him. Mm.
10: I I, I completely associate myself with that comment. And that's why when you said what you said, I was like, Mm. you know, because when Prof. Dodu started this scheme of trying to get our students to move from here to the US, there was a lot, and the Athletic Association has a lot of politics. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of media war when it comes to it. (laughs) And so a lot of people really didn't see what the plan was then to try and find Ways of getting students to transition from here to US schools, but I think so the the long term, term is long term. Mm-hmm. We are beginning to see the hmm? benefits of that, and that's why I always say sometimes for is this out the head of athletics. Oh no 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 no! He's moved on. He's moved on. Uh, he's, moved on. he's moved on. So sometimes the benefits of these things, long term, yeah. it takes it takes time. Mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. things don't happen by magic. You oh. won't see dividend in a day or two or in a year, but eventually, if you do it properly. And you get the talents through, they will shine. Mm -hmm. You know, they will shine. Mm.
7: All right. I think our intercourse should be sponsored well. The talents are here in Ghana, but because we don't really look at our intercourse system well, they end up getting scholarships and leaving the country. That's John from Accra. Bernard, we should use one of the e-block schools in each region for sports academies so that proper and qualified coaches can be assigned to train them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kafui in Legon says all this 5 to 10 athletics agenda is great, but the issues are the people who will be in charge. They'll chop money instead, and the government <laughs> officials will have this perception, so the officials will not make funds available. Mm-hmm. Okay. In Ghana, there's a halt on the interzonals, and yesterday, GES put a hold on all extracurricular activities, including mm-hmm. NSMQ. Hmm. The reason being lack of funds from government. Free SHS needs to be revised, period. I'm very sad. Hmm. This is Tracy in Ibri. Hmm. Okay. Osei and Tema says, what you want to see cannot be realized with our current educational system of junior and senior high education separated. Hmm. This is achievable with the old system where we have the seven-year system at secondary. That continuous flow of being in school is the kind of consistency that's required hmm. to achieve our goal. Hmm. All right. Bernard, I attended a private school in Kufridia and then I went to Augusto. Mm-hmm. Do you know, I had no idea what 4x100, 4x400, etc. was about until we went for intercol in those days. It was so interesting and very competitive. Wow. We, the 2002 batch, were thrilled by people like Tampico of Agasco, mm. Mosquito of Adisco, mm. Obanana of uh, Butre o- Obanana. Obanana o- <laughs> o- and Yazo <laughs> of Poliko. I- I- hey. As for
3: Obanana, I heard of this name.
7: 2000- okay, that's around your...
3: O- Obanana. They wow. say he was a very good athlete.
7: I wonder where he is now.
3: you maybe Godfrey do you know, I don't know. Obana. <laughs> Please if you know who Obana is, let me know.
7: Hmm. And you know
3: a lot of these guys usually would leave the country, they would probably go, go to, to school. school yeah. And maybe working somewhere because maybe they didn't get the support.
11: Yeah. I mean, I remember in my older brother's time in Accra, I used to tell us of this guy, Mo- Moses Gagakuma Gakus. He went to Penn State. Gagakuma? Yeah, Gakus.
3: So he went to scuba, now he's probably yeah, graduated he's, and he's left the sport. Some of them also become coaches.
7: Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. A PHJ in Kooftown Town says, I think I support your call that mm-hmm. GNPCs, Goyle, MTN, etc., mm. should have interest in athletics at the SHS level and will be fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: I also, please tell Get Fund to sponsor some of these brilliant athletes. By allocating a quota of their awards to mm-hmm. them,
1: mm-hmm.
7: and banks can contribute at least a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars annually mm-hmm. to sponsor our athletes. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Akra Katu will tell you about Babylonia senior and junior, yeah. John and Mills. Yeah. they'll also tell you about Ghana's record top scorer for the Black Stars, Asamwa Jan. <laughs>
11: Uh, I uh-huh. uh,
7: she, am a dear secondary school Ama Kumasi will list a whole plethora of talents they've produced all so, mm-hmm. that's Neil Armstro motorway um he's in inlym we know Neil. we'll
3: be right back today we're talking just how to produce a world champion we have come out of games in a few days time our athletes are getting ready for take to produce another world champion
5: stay with us we'll be right back
3: the city breakfast
5: show rise above the noise
6: join the conversation on the city breakfast show on facebook at facebook.com forward slash city 97.3 twitter at twitter.com forward slash city 973 and instagram at instagram.com forward slash city 973 with the hashtag city cbs
4: This is the, the, the City Breakfast Show. The City Breakfast Show.
5: Rise above the noise.
1: number
16: one, to number two, number 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 two, Take for dog, tip, apple get Number 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 one, number number eight forty five.
3: If you're thinking about getting that project started or paying that rent and fees for your course, or worried and lamenting about how to pay off your expensive loan to rebook a new loan at a cheaper rate, worry no more. First Atlantic Bank payroll loan is a worker whose salary is paid controller. You can apply for a loan of up to 150,000 CDs for all your pressing needs. Wait no longer. Come to any of our branches or dial star four four two star thirty hash. Apply and enjoy the lowest rates. Terms and conditions apply. First Atlantic Bank, refreshingly different. And if your health is important to you, Vic Healthcare, a Ghana Health Service certified healthcare center, specializing in kidney stones, hepatomegaly, hypertension, fatty liver treatment, and more. We specialize in 100% natural medicines in all treatments. Big Dunk Healthcare on the Spintex Road behind the Standard Chartered Bank is where you should go. Call us on 054 That's 054 995 And with the all new Ghana Pay mobile money service, you can send and receive money at zero transaction fee, pay bills, buy airtime and data, transfer money to and from your bank account, and do so much more your way. Register for Ghana Pay by downloading the Ghana Pay app from the Play Store or the App Store. Dial star 707 hash. Visit any branch of your selected bank to activate your wallet. Ghana Pay Transactions BRAF free. We're talking sports, we're talking grit. Milo is there to support. And to be fair, Milo has done a lot for sports. The, mm. the energy to go further. But we're asking you to keep giving your boy, your girl, Milo. Because it helps them build grit. And the grit they build in sports, they build for life. Learning to compete. Learning to do the best you can. Energize your champion, build grit through Milo. Energy to go
7: further. Now it's important to safeguard your business against all forms of cyber attacks. Surfline knows this, and that's why we're offering a business bodyguard called Surfline Internet and Business Solutions or SIBS. Mm. With SIBS, you can rest assured that hackers and scammers can't come near your business. SIBS mm-hmm. is the best investment you'll ever make for your business. Call 0302 745 766 and book a demo now. Surfline, better together. And when you buy anything, it should be the very best. Diamond 42.5R grade cement is the highest quality cement on the Ghanaian market. Now we also have the affordable 32.5R grade, which means it's a good deal for everyone and it's great value for your pocket. Anyone who wishes to buy diamond cement should deal with the company directly. Call 244 Diamond cement, still as hard as a diamond. Africa, Africa. Can you imagine over 1 million Ghana CDs raining on people everywhere? Mm. The Airtel Tigo Tugumisu Reloaded Promo oh, yeah, is back. Tugumisu. Yeah. Tugumisu. From now till September 2022, you can command your money shower and win your share of over a million Ghana CDs. Just dial star 500 hash and check your weekly AT money calls data targets to enter the promo. To further increase your chances of winning, you can buy extra tickets on star 500 hash and win up to 5,000 Ghana CDs every week. And 125,000 Ghana CDs in the grand draw. All winners will be contacted with the number 026 100 only. Any other number is a scam. Now, this is regulated by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. Airtel Tigo, life is simple.
16: Africa, we for peace. Africa.
3: Don't forget at 9 o'clock, we bring you Air Tech Monday. And today we're discussing the issue of uh, coding for learners in Africa. I have three lovely ladies and Estina Edema Pia, founder of Ghana Code Teacher Club, Uh Regina Honu, founder of Surunko Academy, and Florence Tofa, founder of Mobile Web Ghana, to talk about coding. A few more comments coming in on the sporting side of things.
7: Morning City I attended T.I.M.S And we had two Great sports teachers Terminator And the Lord Is my barber uh-huh. wow. uh-huh. After scouting Integrating And developing These talents Or these athletes In SHS Not much was done Beyond that This is Maurice Mm. Um, Naya Bingi from Latibi Okoshi China House Says good morning Bernard and team The state must invest heavily in sports facilities Just look at what is being built around the government Substandard AstroTurf All over God bless our homeland Ghana (laughs) Bernard Good morning I think we need to improve our sports And we need a special senior high school That will focus only on sports curricula Mm.
3: Thank you Mm. That's another route Mm. Although the competition makes it you know, it's better to have a lot of schools that yes. do it so that mm-hmm. the best to compete with the best. The best. But having a specialised sports school too may not be a bad idea to start off with. So, I don't know.
7: These are the sort of questions we want you to put to the education minister when you get the opportunity to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Where's the allocation for our sports people in the current system? Nanakumi mm-hmm. in Nottingham sent that. All right. In the 90s, Tepa Secondary School was very good in volleyball. Teppa. In Tepa. the Ashanti region. Tepa. 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 We had Akapo and Ano who were poached by Okes and Amas respectively. Mm. In those days, there were sports schools which poached students all over with two of Abeka Center Okay, now from Agompion. <laughs> okay, in <Ohoy. laughs> Ghana can produce world champions by doing proper scouting. Mm-hmm. It will interest you to know that during College of Education National Games, scouts don't come to do proper scouting, but I bet you more champions are there. Mm. Okay, this is Faisal. Government should invest more in Pope John athletics. We spoke of radio all. Hey, now we've got Eastern coming into the mix. Uh, <laughs> okay.
10: There's a boy at Pujos right now. Pujos, oh. footballer? Footballer. Champion? Hey. Very good. Midfield, attack, defense? That boy should not be a Pujos. Oh. He should be where? He should be at somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> How oh, are Why sure. right. the talent right. is there? It's just a matter of time. But it's interesting. Pujos has. The current Stalas goalkeeper as well, Kevin Sabi. Yeah, yeah and then maybe a, maybe their sports team
3: is doing something right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I well, think Etasco
11: through has three, yeah. three players in in, in that team. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the secondary three,
3: schools
10: are producing some of the best now. Yeah. Like no, no, but, but you see that's the point I'm making. It's by more by accident than design, mm. which was not the situation previously. Back then, it was by design, but now it's by accident. Yes, you because, know, back then the it would be by design and then somebody else will show up and then my, oh, this guy actually is also quite good. Alright. You understand? But then the teachers would have a core team mm-hmm. that they would have recruited themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody shows up randomly. The teacher has to perhaps organize sports games mm-hmm. to even figure out who has talent in what before he can then start training at a certain level. You mm-hmm. know, it, it makes the the training really, really difficult mm. for the teachers even mm. at that point. Mm. Like I said, the lack of competition, the lack of infrastructure. Mm. Most of the kids don't see a proper tartan track mm-hmm. until uni. Yeah. So I think when
3: leadership starts to see the benefits of sports success, then the structures will be put in place. Because what you're talking about is long-term investment. You're talking about developing things at the grassroots. Mm, It's not like just pumping money at the national team. No, no, no. no, But you want the talent to be so good that it's like Jamaica. It's like, if Sherian doesn't do it, Sherika will do it. If Sherika doesn't do it, this person will do it. So there's just so many. Yeah, but
10: at the moment we are are struggling to put together like a national championship.
3: Yeah, we don't have any national... Like, we
10: struggle. Yeah. No, so once in a while it happens, but we struggle. Yeah. We should have held naturally held like trials Mm -hmm. for these athletes everybody has to come down Mm -hmm. and participate we don't do do those things anymore anymore. they are all gone Mm. Cocoa
3: Milk is a dairy free lactose free and gluten free sugar free milk delicious creamy perfect for smoothies and shakes cereals and coffee as well enriched with Nike vitamins and minerals Good for sports people, pregnant women, and lactating mothers. Six exciting flavors, original and sweetened, super life barista and chocolate. Approved by the Vegan Society of UK and FDA. For inquiries, call 0274 440180. Available at all Melcom shops, NS Chemist shops, Machona Total, and all supermarkets. It's spelled K O K O. Coco Dairy Free Milk. Go to our Facebook page, Coco Dairy Free GH. champion oh we need a world champion you champions are made <laughs> and, uh,
4: you, you know them. i was i was getting make very what?
3: optimistic about agbeko but uh, what's his name Dube. Uh, Dube, but i'm told that the guy who's the current champion is very very good mm-hmm. and that even though even, <laughs> even though dobe is the number one contender that guy has beaten everybody <laughs> so unless that guy decides to retire or he, he has a bad day <laughs> you know so Dogo was a champion before, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. In featherweight, weight. Bansom, yeah, super
3: bantam. So he's uh, so moved up to featherweight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't seem that optimistic. You, f- you feel that the guy, the guy is too good. About what? The guy who's the current champion, no <laughs> About boxing, yeah. He
7: about won, about but he's he the he's the closest.
3: To he's the, the no one contender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means that he's a man. He has a mandatory yes yes fight yes, with yes. the yeah, champions no problem yeah, and on. this is what ibf wba wbc no, i think
10: he's going to cha- challenge revagas for the wbc
3: mm.
1: yeah,
10: i goes. mean boxing has lost a bit of its shine but still mm. if you have a world champion you are still a world champion yeah yeah it's lost a bit of his time but some of the divisions are very some of the divisions are hot and they are fighting each other it's for you the boxing i mean in azume's day
3: everybody mm. knew who the world heavyweight champion was yeah in, a, in, in Azuma, have too many sanctions yes, in, a, in azuma's yes, day, sanctions. if they say Azuma is the undisputed super featherweight champion of the world, everybody knows who yeah. he is, yeah. and in those days, middleweight, we had our Marvin Hagler, we had Azuma Nelson just and there was i mean every, I, I could tell you the no category procedure. champion for every this Is JSS time? Mm. Oh, if you mention Mike Tyson is dead, <laughs> you, yeah, you know, like was you know, even when Holy Food came, Holy Food came as a cruiserweight and then became a light mm-hmm. heavy, all of that. But now, Charlie, some names oh, be Golovsky, something, Charlie, oh, no. but the hottest division. I'm Hortons looking, Hortons I'm, looking I'm
10: looking at the hold on, what I'm looking, looking at, I'll just, I'm just checking the ratings right now, like
7: Canelo
3: who keep. Charlie, in our day, when you mention the world heavyweight champion of the world, you know. Charlie, that's a you major, a major, chale. he <laughs> doesn't need visa to travel. <laughs> he's a major guy. Charlie, I fit a boxing. Hey. <inaudible> boxing is now, Charlie, sad.
10: <inaudible> it's, sad. It's, it's sad for who? For me. I
3: don't
10: know if it's But if, if you agree with that, you agree with me that for me. you, you see, you know, you are
3: interested in boxing deeply. Uh-huh, okay. So you are not the right measure. If you ask Okui, <laughs> ah, you exactly. ask Kukui, who is the undisputed middleweight champion um, of the mi- world? She knows Tyson Fury. Yeah, oh. I know Tyson Fury, but Charlie. she knows, she knows know the Charlo know boys.
1: Charlie, Charlie,
3: Charlie. Gofrey. 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 When I was in GSS, <laughs> Charlie, Marvin Hagler, you know him. You know
10: Thomas Hands. Sugar so, Ray so you don't know. You don't know Tank Davis. Never heard of him. You don't know Devin Haney. Never heard of him. Devontae. No. No. You don't. know Devontae. Oh, if you don't Devontae. know Devontae, then Devontae. It's, it's just a matter. You are not interested in boxing. No. Oh, oh, I am. No, no, no. You are not. Is the boxing F T? No, Jack is F T. So I do you I know how Spence? Like no. no. You know Terence Crawford. No. no. You don't know Bart Crawford. No. no. There's a problem with you there. A lot of people know. A lot of
1: people
10: know. A lot of don't
7: know this guy. They do. The excitement. The in our time when you mention
10: world boxing,
7: I said I could mention everything. You know Triple G. Oh Yes, yeah, we know Canelo? Can- you know, of course, can- can- that one I know. But so they are the only people I know. Interesting, Jonas. Yeah. they are
3: the only people I know. I don't know any other person. <laughs> but,
7: but the
11: other is that, mean, well, I mean, I understand but the, the has point
3: is. I mean, anyway, so you are
11: still hot. Lightweight is
10: hot. You said, do be, do will struggle. Let's focus on the winning that he has. He beat, he beat the guy. Yeah, he w- it was a very close <laughs> fight. Against Joed Gonzalez. <laughs> it was a very, very, so very, very, very close fight. Yes, 98 Split uh, 19, decision? 1996. Or unanimous? Split. Okay, so it was a close fight. It was a very close fight. The guy can only ask It won't happen. It was an eliminator, so... So, uh, so Dobby yeah, is now going to... to at face it was an eliminator. He's going to face the world champion.
3: Yes. From where? Where's the guy from?
10: Uh, Rivagas is American, oh Mexican. God. Very good guy. Yeah, Rivagas is a solid boxer. He holds the WBC belt. So what I do But I'm a big. I, I need to focus Adobe on what's going to happen. But wanted to face either Warrington. No, because Warrington is. Don't know these guys. Warr. Just Warrington holds. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So Navarrete, um, the George, George, George Gonzalez was rated number one by the WBO, mm-hmm. and number two mm-hmm. is Isaac Dube. So the eliminator there would look like whoever wins then has to fight the WBO champion. Guess who's the WBO champion? Ooh. Emmanuel Navarrete. Navarrete. All right, we'll who has beaten WBO twice? Third time lucky. <laughs>
1: Emmanuel
3: Alright, thank you guys. Uh, we, will, we will discuss this world champion issue later. I'm moving next to EdTech Monday. When I come back, I'll be speaking to my panel members. EdTech Monday builds on the foundation of the Young Africa Work strategy in Ghana with the vision that by 2030, the country will be a continental demonstration of young people, especially women, harnessing opportunities to shape the future of work. Today, we're talking about coding. And I have Ernestina, Apia, Regina Honu, and Florence Tofa speaking to me next. The City Breakfast
5: Show. Rise above the noise.
3: A very good morning to you. Welcome to A Tech Monday. This is a special program put together by the Mastercard Foundation with support from Mest Africa to bring the issue of education and technology to the forefront of national discourse. We're live on the City Breakfast Show. We're also live on City FM's Facebook page. We're live on Mest Africa's Facebook page. And Attack Monday is really part of a whole raft of things that the uh, foundation does to support young people, to support women, to bring more inclusive development and every last Monday of the month. We bring you Tech Monday. Today, we're talking about coding for learners in Africa. And we know that in the near future, millions of jobs will be dependent on the digital revolution, ICT, digitalization. And uh, coding is really the primary method for communicating with a computer to achieve a goal or solve a problem. So coding is becoming the basic skill that the digital economy would require in the future that we want to create so this morning i'll be speaking to three i'll call them they are very enthusiastic about coding or technology in different ways right and they'll be joining us live so if you have any questions for them about how we can help young people learn more about coding get the skill of coding and use that to create solutions to their own problems i'll be happy to hear from you i have anistina edema she's the founder of ghana's code club uh teacher Nestina is a Ghanaian social entrepreneur, founded the Ghana Code Club as an after school program to teach children how to write computer programs. She also provides consultancy service for early childhood learning centers to develop their ICT curriculum. And Nestina was the first Ghanaian woman to make it to the BBC 100 most inspirational women's list in 2015. Nestina, good morning. Welcome to the show. All right. Thank you. Uh, we'll also have, uh, Florence Tofa. She is the uh, founder of Mobile Web Ghana. Now, Mobile Web Ghana is a technology and entrepreneurship hub based in Accra. Florence has more than a decade experience in the ICT for Development sector. An alumnus of the Mandela Washington Fellowship Program and a partner of the American Spaces, Florence is also an alumnus of France Leadership Program in West Africa. She has led and implemented many women and youth empowerment projects. And workshop since 2010. Florence, good to see you again. Good morning. Welcome to the show. But uh, we are also expecting Regina Honu. She's the founder of Surunco Academy, and uh, Surunco Academy is a leading technology, coding, and digital skills development center in Africa for young people. She's been ranked one of the top young 50 CEOs in Ghana, and a technical and vocational education and training role model or Tvet model. By the Ministry of Education She sits on the board of AFS International Regina will join us shortly And today we are trying to see what coding is And how coding can be entrenched uh, Kokui, I'm sure you're excited about this topic.
7: Very, very excited. Um, coding is something I, I, I would love for all of my kids to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested to, to hear what they say. And, you know, in this day and age, our kids pick up things easily. We may see it as something, you know, quite complex. But for our children, they're in this age where this kind of technology is something they can easily grasp. So, I'm very excited to hear about this. I think um, maybe they can unmute their microphones mm-hmm. and that will help us hear them a bit better. Alright, so, all
3: right, so uh, and, and, and let's see, let me try again. Uh, welcome to to the show if you can hear me wow alright so this is a quite a, a, dif- a difficult challenge With, the, with the, let me try with, um, and uh, Florence and see if I'll, I'll get in Florence good morning can you hear me
18: hi uh, Bernard. good morning I can hear you how are you
3: doing I'm very well it's good to see you uh, tell me a bit more about yourself Of suppose I know you but I'm sure our listeners would want to know a bit more about what you've been up to I've known you've been at Tech space for a long time tell us a bit more about what you do thank
18: you uh, my name is Florence, as we mentioned. Uh, I lead an organization called Mobile Web Ghana. It's a technology and entrepreneurship hub based in Accra. We are passionate about helping people to learn digital skills and in particular to solve local problems. And we've been doing this for uh, almost about 12 years now and still counting. And, and uh, we are happy to be on the show to contribute what we've learned, the experience we are bringing on board to discuss the subject matter.
3: Thank you. How did you get involved in technology? Because when I knew you at Legon, I, I didn't associate technology with you at all. I think we were in the same hall many, many years ago. I didn't think that you were going to become one of the leading faces of technology in Ghana. How did you transition from whatever you studied in Legon into this area?
18: And, and it, it's the more reason why I'm passionate about this topic, meaning that irrespective of your age, irrespective of your career, you can still dive deep into technology because it is what is leading the world now. You know, when I was in Legon, uh, I did my service in Legon, and I was employed in Legon. Uh, but one thing that struck me was that... uh when I was in secondary school, I used to post letters to my friends, and it takes so many months to receive, I then pay, and then expect a, a, a reply. Some months later. So when I started working, I started using emails. I was so fascinated about getting instant response to my email. So my mind was, I was very curious how
3: how I get instant response to my emails. And when I write, and when I will will write, and when I write, and when I write, wow, we're still having some echoes there. Uh, <laughs> we, we please, we apologize for this. Let, let me see if I can get um, an Estina to, to talk to me. Estina, initially I wasn't hearing you. Let's let's try again to see if you're there, Estina. Good morning. We have a challenge on the technical side of things, so try and fix it as we continue the show. Yes, so this program has been on every month for the past few months. Every last Monday of the month, we discuss technology and essentially tries to give you insights into how we can use technology to solve our problems. And we also deliberately try to use technology in the show so that you don't have to have them come into the studio. We want to talk to them using um, the internet. So sometimes we do have technical challenges. You need to forgive us for that. And of course, you can send us your thoughts and your experiences with technology. This morning, I'm going to be talking about coding. We've interviewed some young coders and we'll hear from them as the show goes on as well. We'll discuss the future of work. And there's also an interview with uh, an alumni of the pre-MEST All on the show this morning. Florence, I'm coming back to you. I wanted to take your your quick thoughts on uh, a couple of things whilst we try and sort out Estina. So, uh, uh, Florence, we're discussing technology. We're talking about coding. Can you break down coding? What what is coding, and why is it important for people to know this basic skill? Hello, Florence.
18: So, yes. in a layman's sense, coding is just giving. Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead. So coding is just giving uh, an instruction to a computer to to process. So that is, that is it about coding. So, uh, just as I'm speaking English and you can hear me, the computer also needs uh, to be, uh, processed in a certain language that the computer understands. So we have different programming languages. It's in simple terms, a language that the computer understands, just giving order or instruction to the computer in a language that the computer can understand and give you your desired results. So that is coding.
3: So it's almost like the basic way to communicate with the machine, to the computer to to solve problems. If it's this important, what is the earliest stage in which a child can be introduced to coding and how come it's not so widespread in our educational system?
18: Uh, the earliest stage is you can start as early as four years, five years, uh, with basic, uh, uh, fun programming, uh, applications like Scratch, which, uh, I'm sure that, uh, to know will throw more light on it. And, uh, like we all learn, my, I have a son who is, uh, very young, like, uh, like about three years, and he can speak, uh, English and other languages. It means that if they're able to pick up certain relevant skills, they're able to speak, communicate, the same way they can be able to understand and program and also communicate with devices. We all know that lately, when we move around, kids are watching cartoons. Kids are fascinated about all the things on their devices. Like we are giving them the products of cartoons. One of the things we should be doing is, actually also giving them how they can also create their own world in that sense. And so it's very relevant, and it's one of the things that we must do uh, in our various schools. So uh, my institution, as well as uh, TINES institution, we organize a series of uh, coding classes for kids, and we've seen that parents are, uh, are jumping on board, parents are bringing their kids on board, and we are excited, but it is not entrenched. In our various uh, in our various schools, and that is where we should be heading to because it's very vital. Because now kids are so glued to the device, they must be creating, they must be solving, they must be creating their own world instead of just handing over their product to them.
3: I see, but I noticed that a lot of the coding that kids get exposed to happens in private institutions like yours or trading academies like the one Anastina and uh, Regina run. It doesn't seem to have become a mainstream in our educational sector yet, even though they do learn ICT. I wonder why that's the case. Is, is it that it's a specialized skill and then the average ICT teacher can't teach it and therefore you need bodies like yours to do the coding training?
18: I think it's an era in which we are, and we need to build capacity. Like I mentioned, when you knew me in school, I studied psychology and sociology. I'm now into tech. And so most people right now, including the teachers as well as uh, the, the schools, public schools, including uh, uh, primary schools as well, so it's a new thing. Had it not even been for corona, uh, some schools wouldn't have even done online uh, schooling before. So it's in the West where kids are thought it's integrated into curriculum and also in the house and they're encouraged to program. Here, it's something that is picking up. So it's taking a while. It's not catching up with the schools. And so... Uh, there is more capacity, but that needs to be done for teachers and for the schools as well. Really understand
9: apart
18: mm. from um, that, uh, you know, you cannot learn paper. We, you can, you need to do it the practical it. And I think that. I mean, when I go to publish the code, (laughs) what are they going to use to code? What what are the resources, you know? So those are some of the limiting factors that uh, is preventing the coding from actually uh, place or increasing in the various, uh, both public and and private schools as well.
3: Thank you very much. Let me go to Regina, and then I'll come to Ernestina. Regina, as I've already said, Regina Honu, we all know her, one of the uh, faces of technology in Ghana. Uh, CEO of the Sorongkwa Academy, leading technology coding and digital skills and development center in Africa for young people, ranked among the top 50 CEOs in Ghana and a technical and vocational education role model. Regina, it's good to see you again. Good morning.
22: Morning, Bernard. I hope you're Can you hear
3: me? I'm fine. I can hear you loud and clear. Uh, even though we know, we know a bit about you, tell, tell our audience more about what you've been up to and who you are.
22: Okay, so I am a software developer by training, a tech enthusiast and a gender advocate. Um, so I am committed first in bridging the gender gap in technology and also skilling young people so that, you know, they can develop solutions to the problems that they see around them. So we have been um, sort of developing the next generation of innovators and in critical So that's who I am and what I've been up to.
3: I see. When did you get introduced to coding and technology? Was it whilst you were in Ashesi or was much before? Because you're almost like the poster girl for technology in Ghana. (laughs) At what point in your life did technology become part of your, your mainstay? Well, I had the interest very early. I think I was 12 years old when
22: I wanted to go into technology. But I had no access, no training. It was actually in the university. Um, that I started to develop on this field. And that was quite unfortunate because imagine if I had access and opportunity at all, what I would have done by the time I reached university. So I think this is one of the reasons that we are so passionate about young children because we know that they have passion. Just like me, I was very interested then, but I just didn't have the resources, opportunity to learn up on Mm.
3: all right. Uh, let me come to Anastina again to see if Anastina will give me some luck. Anastina, I, I don't know why it's so difficult to talk to you this morning. Can you
23: hear morning. me, Bernard? Can you hear me? It's loud because and I clear. Can't it's can't loud can't and be. clear.
3: I can hear you now. How are you doing?
23: I'm good. Thank you.
3: Thank you for your so, persistence and your patience. Yes, it's
23: a to be here. <laughs>
3: Tell us more about yourself. Yes. Tell us more about yourself.
23: So I'm Anastina. I'm a Pia. I'm a mother of two a virtual assistant who is now teaching her skills through Ghana code Club, which I founded in 2015. So our mission is to expose basic school children to fun and engaging platforms, mostly after regular school sessions. Um, children learn to program and to become creative with code. So I also have strong passion for the girl child. And so because of that, we have a few initiatives that have come up that's all about me for now
3: why is it important to teach children in particular coding and technology in general why is it important to catch them young
23: well it's important because uh, computers have surrounded us everywhere children love to play with devices but do they understand um, what they are doing they need to understand because it will help them in a long way
3: to become problem solvers. I see. So tell me more about your institution. Uh, You call it the, you run the Ghana Code Club as an after-school program to teach children how to write computer programs. What age do you start them with and what level of skill do you impart to them?
23: Well, so we start as early as um, four or five years. We start with, like Florence said, with, uh, fun programs like Scratch Junior, Scratch, uh, B-Boards, all these uh, robotic fun activities. We teach them algorithms how to, and some other computer science principles, how to make animations. And they become very excited anytime they see that their codes are actually working like the animations they watch or the games they play.
3: Fantastic. Let me come to Regina now. Regina, how do we make opportunities to learn code more accessible to young women and children in particular, and even people uh, with disabilities? What's the key to to getting them into coding? So I think the first, well, there are three
22: key factors. So the first one is access. And by access, I mean you know, access to devices um, and access to the infrastructure to be able to have the tools to learn and practice and hold their skills. The next one is cost you know, the cost of being able to go online, it's a privilege for some, um, and also the cost of being able to maintain the whole infrastructure, and making sure that, you know, internet access becomes like a a right, not um, a need, not a want. And then the final one is exposure and role models. So for young people, they need to see that it's possible, um, and by exposing them to what computer science is, and demystifying that whole, you have to a shark, you have to be super smart, you know, we'll make it um, more engaging and fun for them and with more models, just showing them others that have been able to
1: do it
0: I mean,
22: we've seen the power and the potential of young people, seeing others that have come before them and have been able to excel and showing them that they don't have to limit themselves, but they can if they have the passion and the potential
3: Generally, when it comes to technology it's almost like you have to be some mathematical wizard to do well in the is is this true? Um, what 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 are the basic things I need as a young child or as a girl or whatever to succeed in, in coding?
22: So you definitely don't need to be a mathematical wizard. You don't have to have, you know, some extra strength. It's simply um, really understanding the basics, right, and understanding how to break down a problem and, and coming up with a solution for it. The thing about innovation is that it's not only one way. So we actually encourage different children with your different skill sets to try it and think about different ways of solving your problem. So, and, and like uh, Florence said, it's like a language, right? So we all learn different languages. We all learn different ways of communicating. So you don't have to have any special math skill. It doesn't require you to have, you know, any special IQ level. It's simply about Solving a problem, breaking it down, you know, understanding what we call a language, you know, to be able to communicate to the computer. Anybody and everybody can do it.
3: We want to now hear from a young coder who shared with us how they've been able to develop their skill at their age and what their experience has been. Let's take a listen to that. This is the EdTech Monday. It's brought to you by the Mastercard Foundation support from MEST. My guests are Regina Honu, founder of Soronko Academy, Florence Tofa, founder of Mobile Web Ghana, and NST Mapia, founder of the Ghana Code Club Teacher. Here is a quick sound bite of a, a young coder sharing the experience on the journey.
2: Because I want to become an engineer in future, I decided to address myself with coding to help me become the engineer I want to be. And I read online that there was a coding class called Ghana Code Club, which would really help me achieve my goals of being an engineer. And ever since I enrolled in Ghana Code Club, I've been making projects like a traffic light, a guitar out of cardboard, an instrument which uses a banana to play, and many more. We use technology tools like Scratch, which enables us to create games and cartoons that no one can with any normal app. And from there, we use the Revolution Robotics Kit, and we use Arduino Kit, which helps us create machines like the alarm systems and traffic lights. We also use tools like the Makey Makey Kit, which enables us to make music out of things like your cardboard using the alligator cables and then the male-to-male cables. The most challenging thing for me about coding is the laptops. The kind of laptop I use doesn't make me feel comfortable when coding, while the higher-spec laptops are much expensive in this part of the world. Because of that, my parents can't afford to buy the kind of laptop that I need. And also, because there's poor internet connection, my laptop doesn't get the amount of speed it needs to search up or post my project on the internet and this is one of the major problems i have when coding what gets me excited is once you are done with the project you feel so happy and you feel on top of the world because you realize that you can create more things than what you have created and it empowers you too at first when i was in school i was bad at it but ever since i came to ghana code club i've i've learned more and i know more and i'm also excited for my future because I know that even if I do not get employ, employed in the future, I will still get something to do. I can create my own game and sell to the TV companies to place on their TV system. So when someone is bored of watching TV, and the person can play my game and feel excited to play it.
3: Wow, that was a young co And a I, I'm sure you, I could see you smiling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is this
3: is one of your this is one of your he products he'll,
23: he'll create a game and give to the tv stations to put on their tv set i'm it's, telling you i'm
3: telling you how long did you have to work with this young man to get to where he's got into
23: oh i think he's been around for not more than four months three months
13: wow ago. so yes how how old that, is he
23: um his age, he's um I think he's about thirteen, twelve he's, or he's
3: 13. thirteen. And you've been working with him for four months and he's already talking about creating a yes. program for, for T V stations.
23: <laughs> well I can see the passion in his eyes. So that's one thing about coding. Sometimes you have a problem, a particular problem you want to solve. So maybe that is the reason why you have to, to engage um, to code to solve that particular problem, like he is saying, he wants to make games and sell to TV stations or to become an engineer. You know, it's it's very very fascinating to hear young people like that.
3: What skills do, do these things require? Because I'm told you need problem solving skills, creativity, critical thinking. Does the educational system give the young people these? raw material skills to allow them to be successful in coding or do you have to work on them to, to get them to be able to, to do the level of coding you expect?
23: Well, so, um to my best of knowledge, uh, GES has integrated coding about two years ago but I'm not sure they are actually coding because they don't have the right infrastructure like Mijaina said and the uh, um all those resources so we 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 here. i mean like the private um coding institutions are trying our best to get these resources to engage the kids with introduce them to the tools and the platforms they need to um you know code and make their ideas come out live we also are preparing curriculum to help some of the early learner learner uh, institutions we have both plugged and unplugged activities so that in case you don't have computers, access to computers, and maybe most resources that are required to be online, you can use it offline as well.
3: Mm. So, uh, let me come to Florence. You, as we know, you, you started this post university, yet you agree that we should start this much, much earlier. Now that we are in an era of free SHS, should we also have free coding where you can say for every person by the time they reach s h s three should know some basic coding, and if that's the recommendation, what do you think it will require so that every graduate from s h s would have some knowledge of coding, what would it take to do that and
18: um, Thank you Bernard and uh, I just want to uh, just add to what you asked uh, uh, Tina uh do we think that kids already have their skills. And I think that naturally kids are curious. Like three year old, four year old, it's it's an innate thing. Like they are asking questions, they are they are they really want to like and then as they go along the line and they grow old, then these things are either killed or terminated along the line. So naturally, if only we can tap, there is the more reason when we start young, it means that they already have these skills. They are curious, they want to like the gentleman who presented and he said that I wasn't good in tech, probably because it wasn't practical, probably because uh, he wasn't introduced in a way that was fun. And so... Kids naturally have all these skills, and I think that, as I've mentioned, it just answers your question that these things need to be started as early as possible. Free coding for 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 everyone, for every child, to level the playing fields for playing fields for everyone, whether you have money or not, you have access to uh, free coding classes in your schools with the right infrastructure, and this is what I advocate for. Amen. I Swapping from uh, uh, BA to technology field, it's exciting. Like every time I'm solving a problem, I'm thinking what project should I in, uh, implement, what should I do. It's really exciting. Like it's life is not boring. Like every time, like even though it's challenging, we are excited about the things that you're doing. And I think that irrespective of uh, what you are doing, this is the future. Oh. Whether you are, I tell people when I do training program, whether you are selling a sachet water, you are doing, there is an element of technology that you can use to change the dynamics of your business, mm. and this is why uh, at least everyone should be given opportunity to learn some form of coding or to even understand. So now when I have my phone, I know what is coming. I know that when I receive a call, it's just going through some loop, going through and and kids in the kindergarten they're already doing this thing. They are looping rhymes like rain, go away, go and come another day. They, They are looping. It's a form of coding. They are going through sequence. It's a form of coding. They are going through algorithms. Like when you wake up, you brush your teeth, you put on they're already going through some form of coding in their daily life. It's just it's just putting them in the room and teaching them that loop. All that you are doing is exactly what the computer also does. It's just looping, rhyming, doing these things in schools, and it becomes fun, fun to them. And and, mm. and I would certainly advocate that, look, we should, in one way or the other, make coding free for everyone. Everybody should at least have an experience. Mm. And now it's not to be as difficult as it says. Now there is drag and drop, like what the kids learn, like animations, like... My 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 child when he started learning Scratch, you just uh, record your voice and put into the uh, the application you are developing, and it's exciting for him to know. Look, I can record my voice, and then I'm playing something, and it's moving. And I think that I think that is really the way to go. It is the future more jobs will require i think almost every job will require an IT, IT skills in the future including the one selling kope by the roadside <laughs> you see where you are coming book copy online oh, yes it's in the future and, and i think that we shouldn't sit aloof we shouldn't sit on concern and uh, we should try and change this
3: mm. i'm sure the education minister will be happy hearing this he seems quite interested in technology so maybe we would we would uh, send a communique after this interview to him <laughs> but let me come to Regina Regina you've been involved in training uh, girls how to code for many years and you do, you do it in some of the most deprived communities what are some of the success stories how did that knowledge you give to these girls in these deprived communities change their life and their outlook okay so let
22: me give you a recent example of uh, a project that we did in uh, somewhere in the 2 South District. And the challenge there was, you know, a lot of the girls were getting pregnant. So by 12, 13, even with free SHS, you know, they didn't opt for that. They still wanted to um, go out um, because it's also an economic challenge, like they needed money. So during our trainings, first of all, we exposed them, breaking the mindset that the only things that they are good for is, you know, just what their community is showing them and showing them that they can do so much more. So they learned all the different uh, tech skills. For some of them, and a lot of Ghanaian women are entrepreneurs, so a lot of the young ladies, they had all these entrepreneurial ideas, but they didn't know how to shape it, how to form it. Um, And so with a mixture of um, technical skills, human-centered design, they were able to really break down the problems that they, they had and come up with solutions in terms of an entrepreneurial venture. So we were really blown away. Even some of them addressed some of the social issues, so like teenage pregnancy, drug abuse, and they came up with an interesting tech solution to address those challenges. Now, after the winning, for some of the girls, they immediately connected to jobs. So uh, an example is one young lady who there was a, a, a census that was happening. An organization was doing data collection. And previously, she couldn't have benefited from that opportunity because she didn't even really know how to use these devices. But right after, she was able to connect with her first job um, and now start doing data collection, data analysis, you know, for the organization. And we're talking about um, a young lady in the South District, and she, couldn't, she could not barely speak English, but, you know, she was now able to use these tools to be able to communicate, collect data, analyze it, and send it back. So these are some of the examples of, you know, the initial impact of technology, right, you know, after, and the training was for six weeks, so right after you can immediately connect the dots and use the skills to empower yourselves, you know, to make some money and to create something in the future.
3: Mm. Let's talk about the future of work. And I'm staying with you, Regina. What does the future of coding education look like in Africa?
22: That is a very good question. I think uh, what we really need to have a conversation about is first infrastructure. Enabling the pain such that access is available to all, right? Because these are still some of the main issues. So we have infrastructure, um, we have the cost once again, we also have to build the human capital. So um, I know there are several initiatives, like you said, um, this government is very interested in STEM, but we still need to do more, you know, to get teachers to come up to the level of being able to. Train and, uh, and teach children technology and, and, and all these different skills. So the future, I really believe, looks bright if governments are more intentional, especially African governments. And um, there was a report by um, UNESCO on World Skills Day that says three out of four young people lack the skills. You know, so I think there's an urgent call now for governments to really be more intentional, you know, especially in also introducing digital skills because you have numeracy, you have literacy, and the next key one is digital skills for the future of work. So I'm hoping governments will come together to look at at, um, developing infrastructure, to look at building human capital, and the last important piece, to open up opportunities so that when young people have these skills, they're able to do more with it, when the environment is also enabling. Because remember that other countries that have been able to spearhead um, technical skills and all the initiatives in technology are also supported by different public-private initiatives. But we also need to create an enabling environment where we build a lot more local content. Um, the market is also understanding and ready to accept all these technology innovations. And then we are able to thrive in that
23: way.
3: Let me ask the same question to Florence. Where do you see the future of coding in the African continent?
18: Um, I see it as uh, gradually taking off. Uh, but like uh, my colleague mentioned, uh, we need a lot of work to be done. Uh, I think that one of the areas that we need to also work on is the capacity building, like build teachers' capacity, build... Of course, we, we, we are seeing... We need infrastructure. We need laptop. I remember at the point we had free laptop for for students. Uh, and the question is, have their capacity been built to use the laptop to create things? Uh, is one of the questions. So uh, whilst we are advocating for good infrastructure, I would also advocate that, look, we really need to also focus on building the human resource that is needed to create this innovation, to uh, create simple applications to solve uh, simple pro- uh, problems that we are facing, both in all areas, in entertainment, in health, in education, we need to really build capacity in coding. Until so this is done. It will really be tough. Uh, and I think that and the capacity building should be built across board and uh, uh, because until people understand why coding is necessary, until people understand why they should get involved, it will always be a battle that we have to fight in the future. And just like uh, internet, when it came, people were, like, other people were hooked on, they were developing things, they were taught their capacity was built. We are still, it still feels like, look, in some areas in Ghana, it still feels like, look, we are now providing access to internet. And now that now social media is big, now we are concerned, what are our kids watching? Like the last time we had a social media training, like the top 10 sites that the youth visits, it was really very scary to see that, look, what they visit is either they are doing other things, doing other things, but we really need to build their capacity say the Internet is here. What can you do with the internet to improve your life economically, and also for for the girl child and for females as well? How can they take advantage of the internet, including uh, uh, coding and other programs that are available? Mm. And so that is what I'll say about mm. the future of work.
3: And Estina, you're almost like my consultant for education when it comes to coding. <laughs> A number of people have been asking for your contact, and I'll probably share that at the end. But my question to you is, what needs to be done? going forward to make coding an integral part of educational system looking at the fact that you've succeeded in getting a lot of young people to be interested in coding through your institution so clearly you know a thing or two about how to make kids excited about coding what Mm -hmm. are your recommendations for making coding an integral part of educational system how should we go about it
23: well first of all we should all have in our minds that technology will forever be a part of our lives, now and in the future. So um, with a lot more people getting access to technology, coding should be considered a basic skill to enable consumers understand how their devices function. Like I said, kids play with um, mobile phones, computers a lot, but do they really understand the games they so much love, how it's made of? They don't. That's why I think we have to actually let them um, get the understanding of how all these technologies are made. Then again, um, I wanted to add to what Florence was saying earlier, that Africa is a young continent. So for us here in Africa, um, with the vibrant youth ecosystem, adapting coding as a basic skill, enable a paradigm shift to move from being tech consumers to tech creators and us having the ability to create manage and scale solutions um, to our everyday problems is very key so that is that's what i'm trying to say that coding should be integrated in the curriculum resources should be made available the infrastructure should be um, put in place so that kids every child will have access to these tools.
3: This is Ed Tech Monday. It's brought to you by the Mastercard Foundation with support from MEST. My guests are three deeply involved in technology. Ernestina Apia is the founder of the Ghana Code uh, Club, and uh, essentially they have found a way of getting young people excited and knowledgeable about coding in very exciting ways. She was listed among the BBC's most influential or inspirational women in 2015. BBC's 100 Most Inspirational Women. Regina Honu is the CEO of Surunko Academy, a leading technology coding and digital skills development centre in Africa for young people. Mm -hmm. She's also been ranked one of the top young 50 CEOs in Ghana and a TVET role model by the Ministry of Education. And I also have Florence Tofa, who is the founder of Mobile Web Ghana, an alumnus of the University of Ghana, over a decade experience in ICT for development sector and implemented many women and youth empowerment projects since 2010. I'm going to now turn my attention to uh, a quick voice uh, clip. Now, in order to create more decent jobs for young Africans, The MasterCard Foundation and MEST have been training young people out of tertiary institutions how to code and develop software through the pre-MEST program. We spoke to some of the graduates of the program to share how the skills they've learned impacted their career journeys. Here's a short excerpt.
23: I am Krista
2: Belte, a software developer at Tech Limited, and I was privileged to be part of the Soroko cohorts of the Premise program. Um, being in that experience
23: gave me the needed skill for my environment. It gave me the confidence I needed in coding, knowing that what, can, what I can do can be beneficial to people out there in solving their problems. It gave me the hands-on skill and the practicality I needed. Uh, from, so, so it moved me from um,
2: concept to solution and gave me the boost I needed in pursuing my career.
3: Alright, so uh, that was one voice. I thought we were going to have a bit more. Well, as, as, as we wrap up, I'm going to ask uh, all of you, the things you do, is it open to the public? So let me start with uh, Ernestina. A lot of people have been asking we want to en- enroll our kids in your club what do they need to do? Do they need to write a letter of application? Is there a number they can call? Is there a website? How do how do people get part of what you do? Let me start with Ernestina.
23: Okay, so um we have the private the private coding sessions and the one open to the public. We actually um, we have partnerships with ATC Ghana, Samsung Ghana, who have uh, digital centers all over rural Ghana. So we are managing from Ashanti region in in Jamasi, Takwa. We are in the Western North um, Greater Accra here. Uh, then Central regions we go. So those are actually free. You walk in and it's targeted towards school children. So kids come there after school sessions and are being taught. How to code, um, but here in Accra we also have the private tuitions. So on Saturdays we have one that we are doing in collaboration with uh, Florence. So North Legon, and we have a shaman Estate SH here um, that people can register online from our website, GhanaCodeClub.org. You register, and then any Saturday you want to, you just walk in. I'm sure
3: people will prefer a phone number or some WhatsApp number. You know, going online is a bit technical. So if you can share a number with us, that yeah. will help us. You
23: can call 825 five zero two six five two seven zero
3: eight two five. All right, thank you very much, uh, Regina. What about you? How can people get in touch and be part of what you are doing?
22: So we're currently running uh, summer coding classes uh, for children at the Academy in East Ligon. So we have different courses. So we're starting from five years old all the way up to 17 um, years old. You can go to our website, strongcoacademy.com or you can reach us on 057 454 1522 um, 057 454 1522. So there, you know, you can enroll your children in any of our kids' program. For our adult programs, which we run uh, a lot to, like um, the one that we also run with MESS, with our alumni that share the voice note, we run it in partnership with Hubs all across. So if you go onto our website, you can find more information about how you can enroll your child and then yourself in learning coding, everybody, and get involved. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Uh, what about Florence? I- I'm told you do some of these trainings as well. Where can people get in touch to benefit?
18: Yes, Kevin. So we have a program in collaboration with the U.S. Embassy. It's called Technology and Women Empowerment Programme where we run STEM programs. It's online. So where you go to our website, mobilewebghana.org, you will find information about the programs that we are running in collaboration with the U.S. Embassy. And uh, it happens online. It's a virtual program. And we, occasionally, we have a, a physical program to here at Mobile Web Ghana. We have STEM program get ready for work series and mentorship program, mostly for women and also for the youth. And uh, we also have a program called African Digital Schools that will run across the continent. Uh, like it's it's a 3 days program that happens every year and uh, you can learn, choose from social media, to uh, Power BI data science and it's all basically free. And you can also go online, AfricanDigitalSkillsConference.org, and you can register for that program as well. If you want to reach us, you can call us on our office mobile, zero five seven seven six six zero six one six zero five seven seven six six zero six one six Mm. and thank you let me read a
3: few quick comments for you and then I will um, take your concluding comment Uh, Emmanuel Dogbe Caesar says good morning Bernard I would like to I want to know if they have a guide or a book online that will make coding simple for adults who are age 25 or above so we can also download from the internet and begin coding so this is somebody asking for a self taught coding system and the person is above 25, so adult education or mature student type of coding. This is a concerned teacher, Fredo Kousubwachi. Good morning. Yes, ICT is in our SHS now as a core and elective. Not all schools do the elective because of infrastructure and teachers. Uh, they don't have enough teachers to handle the subject. In the elective ICT, which is examinable by WIAC since 2014, coding is part of the syllabus, but the framework settled on QBAIC. I don't know what that means. Others... In the syllabus, our database, HTML, and spreadsheet. I'm sure you guys understand this. I, I don't understand what he's saying. He's basically talking about some things, but maybe you can comment on that. And another adult is asking if they can join. So, I don't know. Maybe let me start with anastina Two adults are asking if they can join. One wants to know if there's somewhere they can go online as a mature student, age 25 and above. I don't know if it's possible. And then if you can comment also on the issue of coding and ICT in secondary schools, NST.
23: All right, so with the adults joining, we have a, a program in collaboration with the Mobile Web Ghana that is headed by Florence Tofa. So the adults can register through her website. So, um, but for that, we like to focus more on the kids. We like to focus on kids. So if you come to us, it's, it's Children's affair and then
3: um what was the other question please no he just was asking uh maybe just giving us information about secondary school and uh, ict He says it's examinable but they use something called qbaic i don't know what that is and that they teach things like database html and spreadsheet so maybe i think the question is the the ict that they teach in secondary schools how relevant is it for coding i think that's the, the 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 yes
2: i think those
23: are also the basics just as we are doing html is a basic for web development that we we all are engaged in so html is a good thing The q i don't know what i said uh what basics the qb i really don't have. know what idea. it is
3: let me try it rejana any quick comment on the question Regina?
22: yes so it's q basics i think we need to bridge that because the curriculum is not evolving as fast as technology is evolving, right? So, I think that is where the challenge also is because Q Basics is like really old. So, I feel like maybe we should figure out how to be refreshing the curriculum as things are changing because there are new programming languages coming up, new frameworks coming up. And um, so, yes, so that I think is the challenge. They are on the right path, but some of the technology is a little bit old. Uh,
3: let me read another comment from Deborah for you. that uh, coding is indeed. An essential skill, especially now when most activities depend on technology. It's important to expose our kids at an early age as they have an open and curious mind at that stage. It also helps them acquire analytical and problem-solving skills as they grow, which are important traits the country needs now. The Institute of ICT Professionals Ghana is one such institution pushing the agenda and penetrating to the public schools, which is being left behind. Hashtag coding, hashtag A-Tech monday. Uh, This one all coming in from Minister Clinton. Coding is indeed an essential skill, especially now when most activities depend on technology. Um, And then Kwaku wants to thank us for the sign language interpretation for deaf people. Keep it up. I'm really enjoying this program. Thanks to all of you. I'll take a minute each. Let me start with Florence. What's your concluding thoughts on a morning discussing coding and its role in national development? Florence?
18: As I mentioned, coding is the future. Coding is a useful and a relevant skills that we need. And uh, as one of the uh, your viewers mentioned, it's a problem-solving skills. It's, uh, and now in this age, children want to learn content. And it's the right time to introduce them to coding. I mean, when I started my coding lessons at MEST and, uh, it was two years rig- rigorous studies at MEST and I have to start all the way from ATML understanding the logic, the loop. It was really like a tough, tough journey for me, but I was so determined that look, I'm going to do this and I'm happy that I did it. And so, but for the children who have less stress, this is the right time to teach them coding skills because, uh, Several reports. IFC report mentioned two hundred and thirty million jobs will be created in Ghana by twenty thirty and this will require at least basic skills in IT. And we don't want to leave these children behind in the future. And we want to get them hooked, want to get them introduced to coding. And this is the right stage to introduce coding to them. Great.
3: Let and, me take, uh, th- thank, you. Let parents, me take yes. thank you. Let me take yes. Thank you. Let me take Anistina's last comment before I end with Regina. Anestina, your final thoughts?
23: Okay, so for a sustainable solution to ensure we integrate practical tech education in our school system, we need investments in infrastructure. First, a lot of uh, schools in Ghana do not have basic ICT facilities. We are thankful to companies like uh, ATC Ghana and Samsung Ghana for establishing ICT centers in all these communities That enables children to have access. We need more corporate um, organizations on board. Mm. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Regina, I'll give you the last word.
22: Okay,
23: so we're talking about the future of
22: work. Technology is just not a nice-to-have, but it's a must-have because now we're going to talk about numeracy and the most essential thing digital skills. So, I think you should all give your children, especially, a digital advantage by making sure that they learn to code and give yourselves opportunities to thrive in whatever industry by making sure that you upskill yourself with digital and technology skills.
3: Thank you very much, Regina Honu, founder of Soronko Academy, and Sinaida Mapia, founder of the Ghana Code Club, teacher, and Florence Tofa, founder of the Mobile Web Ghana. We've been speaking to them on coding and its role in releasing learners from Africa. Program is EdTech Monday brought to you by the Mastercard Foundation with support from Meltwater. And that's all we have time for. Thank you, ladies. Have a great one. Well, that's all we have time for for today. Uh, It's been a technological morning. And I've been here with Kokui and the team, talking sports, talking national Um, motivation talking raising world champions and uh, we hope you've learned something new we'll be with you next time